0: Love Talks Radio. ...breaking thing. This is our welcome poster. welcome
1: to the Cricket the
0: Show. The poster of Trinidad and Tobago. We tend to hear Byron from Muslim and guests. In the meantime, just
1: listen
0: to this interview. We are making Kirtley international news, amp- Trinidad and Tobago. We, we are making international Who would it be? the best that you would have
2: wanted in your time? That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's <business. laughs> No. Um, for me, oh, it's difficult, right? Um, I thought about non West India. Yeah, yes. obviously. For me, I would. I, I can give you two names. I can't give you one, right? I would say. Tendulka. Tendulka and Ricky Ponting. Would it be the two? Yeah. Mm. What, what, what about Tendulka? <laughs> he put a price on his wicket. You have to get him out. Mm-hmm. Never give you mm-hmm. a tip. Right. Never. Never look waffled. Mm. Doesn't matter what's going on around him. He's just in his own little box. And right. his temperament and all that was a concentrated fan. fun. Mm. just immaculate. Mm. Have a lot of time for him. Ricky Ponting. Mm-hmm has all the shots, will take you on, mm. fearless, mm. and do you by two at mm. the corner. And quickly, about Sydney and Madison? For me?
1: Mm.
2: For Pigeons well, and well, uh, Brian Lara. Brian Lara. What about Brian Lara? I believe that Brian Lara could pass for all week if he wanted to.
1: Mm.
2: He just has that ability. Mm. To Innings, mm. and battle long. Sometimes I just believe that when he's not quite mm. with it, he mm. gets himself out. Mm. But mm. when he's focused, right. Right. he goes back for a week if he wants mm. to. Viv Richards, mm. probably the most destructive of mm. players I've mm. 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 He instills fear mm. in mm. Right. He's still preaching the submission. So Viv and Bernalara, two different kind of players, but two, mm. two great players. Mm. And and so they would have had an influence in bringing you to cricket as well. Is that true? Well, not entirely. Mm. I would say my biggest influence was my mother. Okay. She was the one who really forced me to play cricket.
1: Mm.
2: And once I started, then, you know, the village of streets went from, Mm. I've got my villagers who supported me all along. Mm. So my mother was my biggest influence. Mm -hmm. Not, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you started as, a, someone said a keeper, or something, is that right? I no, a no, not, not as fast bowler, I started as a batsman. Mm. I wanted to be a batsman. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then so how did the fast bowling come about then? Well, you know, I when I left school, I just shut up, got really tall after school. Mm. And uh, I used to play tennis ball cricket, mm. like everybody else, fooling about. Mm. And everyone really thought I could play proper cricket with my height become a fast bowler. And then I kind of like an idea of intimidating people. Mm-hmm. So it's super fast men to a fast water. And it worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> and 405 wickets. <laughs> and not <that> 405 <laughs> test
1: matches. With a lot of... With a lot of
2: intimidation along the way. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and quickly before we go in terms of a memory of a test match, the best you would have played, is that a, a good question? Yeah, there are quite a few. There was 30 to
1: signals one. Right. I would say um, that 1-1 one, one win against Australia.
2: Yes. In Australia, uh, probably. Tell us about that. I'm trying to say we're out of time. No, no. Veronica just did give us another two minutes. Yeah. Tell us about that. No, um, we, we went to Australia as other Right. And uh, no one gave us a chance. We, mm-hmm. we just knew was a brand new captain. Mm-hmm. Only had one chef street name name against South Africa. Right. Australia. Remember that, yes? Well I had two test matches with them. Right. And we know, and we know how we turn out. Right. So we went to the dogs mm. to how much to the lineup. Mm-hmm. And I bought the captain, the wars, yes. David Boone and mm-hmm. you know, so we had no chance. Right. And I tell something, if we permit me a minute or two. Sure. We had a champion in Barbados, Right. going to Australia. Right. And uh, when we were leaving Australia, mm-hmm. we went to the airport, not a single person from the cricket board to see us off. Really? I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. The only person that came was the ladies officer to make sure we kept in and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I left the Caribbean very bitter mm-hmm. because I figured no one gave us a chance. No right. one, cricket board or right, whatever. Right, right, We went to Australia, fell behind right. in the TV early. Mm-hmm. Then we came up, won that one the game, the that, that mm-hmm. four test matches by one one. Yeah. Went to Perth, and of course we've never lost to give in Perth, never. never. So we you on our side. won that series two-one. Went to South Africa for so three the series, South Africa, Pakistan, West Indies. Right. We cleaned up that. Right. And then we came back home. All of a sudden, Normally, at the end of a tour, we go separate ways. Right. We got to London, and got the news or the message that you know, the team must have by radar. Right. No learned me that out of step, the word I wanted to use not really good for the radio. you do so, out of step, and I said I'm going to Antigua, right. mm-hmm. because if a few months ago right. he supported me when I was leaving, right. after we come back with winners, right. you want big, this big shaman, mm. anyway came the man away and his big dinner and I showed show my disgust, mm. really, mm. I remember Tony Cosa, the late Tony Cosa uh, wrote about it, he wrote about it there, right. but I didn't care, mm. because he can't support me right. when well, the don't for the, don't the so many right. right. And I, I, I wasn't happy about it. Born in England for 45. For 44 40, 40, nights? Well, 46, that was <coughs> terrible. What a, what, a, what a performance. Well, you know, I've had my moment mm. when I feel invincible. Right. like bit, I can do no wrong. Mm. You know, and I remember that particular game I played, we were struggling to run. Yes. an and I remember Richie Richardson, the captain, said, you know, just bat as long as possible. Mm.
1: And I was out there, I don't know, I got a,
2: maybe 14 or whatever. But I think in well, I wisdom Benjamin. Yes. And then I played a wild swipe at an Andrew Kardec. And mm. got bored. Yes, remember that? And I was like, man, boy, you know. Yeah. As an experienced man, it was uncalled for. Mm-hmm. So I decided, quietly to myself, the, the guy's not happy. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, boy, I gotta do something magical here because I'm in a bad book. You know? So yeah, I remember we should say that if we get four three or four wickets that evening on the fourth evening. Mm-hmm. For the like fifteen hours I think. To bowl that fourth evening. And we just said if we get three or four wickets that evening we could defend it to one ninety mm-hmm. So I, I was really pumped up mm-hmm. to do something magical. And got a wicket with the first ball and the tank, mm-hmm. and then that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, what to give me this One day or not. Mm-hmm. I'll take your part. Mm-hmm. So that and quickly, that famous test match here by the you know, you two against uh, South Africa, um, you know, the Anderson coming story, what a, what a performance to win that test match. Yes, you know, back in those days we had a worst day, mm. and I remember we had um, a boat cruise for both teams, mm. and South Africans had a shirt off and they yes. were partying because they figured they'd give the win, mm. and we were in a very somber kind of mood. No, no, That's the boy, no matter what. but was born after especially. right so they were with me in england for last tour and every morning we we'll had have well, to be hitting me yeah together yes. look at the time look at the time yeah that's not me no it's not you job. and then i get to the ground miss breakfast mm. i'm a breakfast person yes get to the ground and keep looking at my watch and it's only 11 o'clock can 5 o'clock and all these signs tell me Give an extra couple of minutes your greatest memory in terms of your playing career. Andy
3: Roberts. Oh, well, it, it, it's happened already, you know. and Let's don't try to beat this, beat this drum. Let's just think of a, of a way of moving forward. Mm. It, we cannot recall it.
4: Mm. it. Happened already. Who do you blame for this, uh, Andy? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Could you everybody. explain that,
3: Andy? We everybody. We're, you know, I, I blame everybody because when it all started. There should have been more dialogue between the players and the Weeper and the Weeper and the board. Uh huh. You know, I Because when it all started, there should have been more dialogue between the players and the Weeper and the Weeper and the board. Uh huh. You know.
1: I see.
3: Well, it's gone. It's gone already. And the ultimate blame to me, anyway would rest with the people who were in India. That's the ultimate blame, cause they're the ones who started the tour
1: mm-hmm. and they should,
3: they should have been obligated to see this go through. Right.
1: And then when they
3: finish, they could deal with whatever problems they have with their, with their union.
4: What are you recommending to, to solve this problem?
3: <laughs> well, to solve this, well, the problem is basically is, uh, where are we going to get money from if we don't have a tour? If we don't right. have tools with India, and mm-hmm. uh, how, how is our cricket is going to go through? How is the, this professional league is going to go through? Right. And so I I believe that what they have to do now is to come up with some solution and get a high-powered delegation to go and sit down with the BCCI and let's discuss the future.
4: So when you say high-powered discussion, you talk about former players then, like yourself and like maybe <laughs> Not like Clive myself, Lloyd but
3: and for, former players. Right. Great West Indians
4: former great West Indians,
3: ha- yes, who have um, good good rapport with the Indians,
1: mm-hmm. right?
3: And uh, don't don't take nobody from WICB with them. <laughs> Say that again, no, I don't think anybody from WICB, current WICB. You could go back to former administrators who have had good relations with India oh. over the years. Right. Mm-hmm. and just forget about this current crop of WICG members. Mm-hmm. doctor, do, do you think it's a good idea? Oh,
5: it's a it, yeah, fantastic idea. Um the I to be fair the rest is Cricket Board in the statement that Barry read mm. referred to
6: I think one of the points they referred to is um trying to mm. um negotiate or have
5: right. a team. four
4: independent persons, one from represented from the WICB and one from Weeper.
5: Right. But I, I agree that neither those parties n- should go. Neither Weeper.
4: Mm. No Resist
5: Cricket Board in, in its current form. Right, should go. Should go. Andy But, but I agree with Andy.
4: You, you, Andy Andy do you think Andy, Andy, do you think they've kept Andy, you
3: one, thing, one thing, Andrew, let me... Right. They should, they should also get um, a member of the CARICOM government, somebody. Right. right. Okay. Right. Um, instead of a WIP member. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is uh, it? Because you may need, you may need some government intervention somewhere along right. the line. Right. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
4: yes. Well well this is my understanding, um, and I got this from good authority that uh they're gonna ask Dr. Keith Mitchell to be that uh, person to go. Okay. But that, that yeah. is what I'm hearing. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, some cricket backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some cricket background. Um yeah. Andy do you think um Dave Cameron should resign? <laughs>
3: Uh, well, if I think he should resign? Yes. Well, I was in favour of him being there in the first
4: place. Oh, I see. What about Wavell Hines?
3: No, I I, I, know, I, I, I think Wavell Hines has some some very good ideas for the development of West Indies cricket.
1: Cricket, right.
3: And not the 15 players, because to me, Weeper has over the years only represented the test or some of the test players. Right. Weeper is not a regional Union that represents the whole interest of Western Indies cricket or to oversee the development mm. of basketball cricket, and that is what we
1: to
3: do is to represent everybody
4: mm-hmm. in what way do you blame the players Andy
3: for starting the tour right. for going going on tour mm-hmm. in the first instance, once you go on tour, you're obligated to finish the tour right unless it's other reasons apart from cricket right,
4: right? I see. Yeah.
3: That's the only reason I blame them. They're there, out, and then when they finish, they come back. And if they said, look, we are not going to South Africa until this is sorted out, I am in total agreement with them. But not to go down there, and then in the middle of the night...
4: Of course, Dr. Andrew Pogba. But just before we go to Toby, uh, let me also say to you that um, in terms of the cricket tomorrow, this radio station will, in fact, bring in reports, so... Uh, VOB will be bringing reports on the game and I don't think they will mind if I say that there's going to be commentary live, ball by ball commentary uh, on the uh, the radio tomorrow uh, that game between uh, the Leewards and of course Barbados so we're going to be putting together a strong team, Uh, Roland Butcher is going to be very much a part of that the veteran Keith Older Uh, Jamal Smith is very much a part, Barry Wilkinson and we've got uh, a lot of uh, uh, other commentators as well, Philip Hackett and, of course, Lyndon Yard. They're going to be very much a part of the setup. And, of course, in terms of uh, the, uh, the matches uh, in the, the T20, yes, we're going to be bringing those matches for you in, in terms of the India, uh, India-West Indies uh, battle, uh, those uh, matches, the 16th, the 18th, and the 20th. So you can listen out to your local radio station for comments because we believe that with the West Indies' victory against England, the interest is high. And I can tell you uh, that uh, the interest across the Caribbean is high. We're going to be certainly uh, doing that in the joint effort with our friends at CMC. So look out for some radio commentary. I know that our friends here at VOB, we spoke to them today, and that we are hoping that they will also be part of the broadcast as well. Without any further ado, let me go and, uh, speak to Toby Radford. Hello, Toby. How are you? we're not hearing you toby turn that mic on toby oh, oh yeah we're hearing you loud and clear
7: all right what 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 good evening, good evening to you and the panel and all your listeners all
4: what part of the world are you i'm
7: back in uh, back in the uk actually got back yesterday morning um had a great five weeks in the caribbean my second home <laughs> right so uh, yeah back Back in Cardiff now.
4: Indeed. All right. Well, I know you don't have a lot of time, so what we're going to go do is to go straight into the meat of it. What would have been your overall assessment of the under nineteen under nineteen World Cup?
7: I thought it was a very good tournament. Um, I think there were some, you know, some top quality cricketers on show from from all the nations. To be honest, um, you know, and I, and I thought it was a well run tournament. It's not easy putting on a tournament, getting all these teams flying in from around the world, um, trying to keep them safe with the COVID. Uh, getting all the matches on, um, you know, in three or four different countries. Obviously, it started down in Guyana. It started in St Kitts and then ended up in Trinidad and, and in Antigua. And I, I thought it was very well organized uh, and a great tournament. So I think it was a good spectacle, very happy Uh, pleased with England. I worked with England through the winter uh, with the under-19s. Really pleased with the performances the team put in, but we couldn't quite uh, cross the line on Saturday against a a good Indian team.
4: Mm. Um, You think the pitch has anything to do with it because you you batted first and uh, you were struggling. It was, um,
7: honestly, Andrew, it was a really difficult decision. The problem we had was the the pitch for the final was a second-day pitch. It wasn't a new pitch.
8: And because
7: we knew it had been played on, what we were slightly worried about was if we won the toss and batted second, which is what you normally do in Antigua at 9 o'clock, because obviously it's tacky in the morning, mm. and then it dries out, and it gets easier to bat in the afternoon. The problem we had was, because it was a second-day pitch, we would have, if we'd batted second, we would have ended up in the fourth innings, and then you'd have had good Indian spinners on a fourth-day pitch. So mm. in a way, having a used pitch, I think... You know that that sort of pushed us in to decide to bat first. It was dampish. They bowled well. A couple of loose shots as well. But it certainly had a bit of movement in it. And all the guys said as it went on, it just got easier and easier um, to, to bat on. But it was one of those really. It was a tough to would prefer to lose, to be honest, than win mm. because you were going to damned if you did not damned if you didn't. But you uh, mm. know, India played well. You can't take anything away from that. One of their teams bowled particularly well from the far end. He got five wickets um and you know 185 we were probably 40 runs short i think if we'd had 220 um we'd have really had a chance mm. um there was a, there was there was a part of that game where we were still in it anyway in the field but um i think 185 was always 30 or 40 runs light to be honest uh, but but overall very very happy with how we performed i think and uh, it was a great tournament yeah
4: why would you have played on the second day pitch
7: I have no idea, um mm. I think we all believed it would be a new day- a brand new pitch for a final world cup, you know, I think we would have hoped and believed it would have been a new pitch, but you know it wasn't um you know and then you've got to make your decisions based on that because um you know as i say it, it does it does paint the decision you make because you you know that potentially it's going to spin a bit more. It's it's going to be uh, a little bit trickier to play with the... And and the Asian spinners. I mean, we saw with Afghanistan a couple of excellent wrist spinners. Uh, All the Asian teams have good spinners, so you know what you're going to come up against when you play India. Um, if you play them on a slightly used wicket, you know. Mm. Well, Johnny Grave, it was, it was the same as the cause, the problem right, on a dampish right. wicket in the
4: morning. So, mm. A yeah, bit strange was, that, that, that you the it played went. in a second day pitch. I must admit, maybe you'll we'll find out why that happened. Johnny Grave, the CEO, has joined us. We've got Philo Wallace as well. Uh, good evening to you, Johnny. How are you?
9: Yeah, I'm good. I thank you Good evening to you and the guests.
4: Right, good. All right. Uh, your overall uh, assessment of the Under-19 tournament from a West Indies perspective—were you happy?
9: Yeah, very happy, very proud of the uh, the team and um, all the regional boards and governments that have worked so hard during the pandemic to put the event on. It's As I said to you before, Andrew, it's the biggest ICC tournament in terms of numbers of people, numbers of matches with the uh, the Super League and plate element. When you add into that, we're playing across four countries in a pandemic and the 80% of the people were minors um, and we had an Omicron Variant. Um, yeah, it was an intensely difficult and challenging tournament, but I think you know, the feedback we've had from the teams, the players, um, from the ICC themselves, in terms of all the staff um, that went, you know, beyond the call of duty to try and make players as comfortable as they possibly could and as safe as they could, which is always a balance. Um, and all the match pitches, um, you know, were brilliant, and we didn't lose any games really to weather. So. In that respect, I think, um, yeah, everyone that was involved in the event should be enormously proud that, again, the West Indies demonstrated that we can host global events on the back of the uh, the success of the, the Women's World T20 in 2018. Mm-hmm.
4: Stay with us, of course, Phil o. Wallace has joined us as well. we got Dr. Andrew Ford. Uh, hello, Dr. Ford. You're chomping on something there. Are you eating biscuits, uh, Dr. Ford? What are you chomping <laughs>
5: nuts andrew
10: Uh, oh
4: good wonderful i hope they're (laughs)
10: walnuts but but i'm supposed to be eating almond nuts but i think i left them at the office
1: okay uh
10: uh, well i guess first first i'll just uh go to toby uh and change the subject uh toby i know you watched the tournament but with with the host finishing in 11th and Usually being more competitive, uh, what are your views on on how the West Indies did? And should we panic or should we just try to continue to develop or, or are you I
7: mean It's difficult to comment on them really because we, we didn't come up against them in the group stage, stages mm-hmm. um, or lastly. So we, we didn't actually play against them. So I saw little bits on TV. Um, I think, and I think it's probably a theme running a little bit through West Indies cricket generally, certainly in 50-over format. I see a little bit with the with the senior side in the ability to bat 50-overs um, and pacing the innings. And it was interesting watching the way India go about it. Very much happy, almost a bit like old-fashioned 50-over cricket, to pace the innings, you mm. know, back it, score a lot of your runs towards the end of that 50-overs. And it's certainly something we try to do with this England team in Sri Lanka before Christmas and during this competition was to talk to the lads but try to have the kit in hand going into the 40th, 40th over. I know we didn't on Saturday and we lost. In the eight games previously we did and we won all eight. So I think certainly against when you're playing good spinners and good Asian teams you've got to play what we call, you know, play the long game. You've got to look to bat a lot deeper and a lot longer and probably take a you know, slightly fewer risks to make sure you have those wickets in hand. to get you can get 80, 90 or 100 in the last 10 overs if you've got wickets in hand and you've got a, a set batter at the crease. So that was very much our strategy. I think India go about it like that. Um, the bits I saw with the West Indies, you know, naturally they're looking for stroke play. But against high-quality spinners on pitches that aren't always easy, it's not it's not straightforward to be highly aggressive. So I think you've got to pick your time when you, when you play your shots, and you've got to pick your time when you've got to knock it around a little bit. So that's one of the things I would have said, really. Well, well you, you mentioned the prevailing theme of
10: not being able to bat uh, 50 overs for the juniors, and, and the seniors haven't been able to bat 50 overs for, for seven games in a row. And also the, the importance of of Rickson and maybe our vulnerability to it. Um, how, how was the the Nation, you think we can go about trying to, to make back
7: them
5: better
7: at yeah. Well, I can only talk from my own experience with this under nineteen team. We had a tour before Christmas to Sri Lanka, and it was a really tough tour. I mean, it's Colombo, incredibly hot, humid, those conditions. We were stuck on floor six of a hotel for four, four weeks um, hmm. and playing high quality. I mean, Sri Lankan spinners are very good, and on their own pitches, not a blade of grass. Uh, and we have to learn how to play on there. And all the discussions and all the practice sessions were about, right, we must have 50 overs, we've got to hit up to long off, long on, straight bat shot up and down the ground. If you're going to sweep, know what length you're going to sweep off. Uh, if you're playing good left arm spinners and wrist spinners, you know, you might have to alter your guard a little bit. So little tactical and technical tweaks to playing against high quality spinners. Um, and I think, again, if you do that and you're prepared mentally, to, you know, if you have dot balls, don't panic. If you, you know, in that part of the world, you're going to get dot balls. Don't panic, and then lob one up in the air. Keep going, keep going. If you're here after 50 overs, we kept saying there's like every chance we're going to win the game. We're going to be in the game if you're about 50 overs. And I'm telling you, every game that we've done that we won, and we did it in Colombo. We we lost the series 3-2, and I think it's the first time we've ever gone there as an under-19 team. And actually, won matches mm-hmm. in Colombo against those teams. And that was the only way to win. You have to bat long. And I think in this World Cup it was similar. We took that experience, we took that game plan into this World Cup, and we nearly crossed the line. Didn't quite, but we nearly crossed the line. I think it was that same format that play a long game, be in it at 40 over mark with wickets in hand, and certainly uh, we won more than we lost in that.
1: Uh,
10: Johnny, um, we we know about the exposure we would have had for hosting me on the 19 World Cup. And you know the importance in developing young players and hoping to get some of our players coming through. But as usual, I I, I always come back to any economic benefits that uh, Cricket West Indies could have could have gleaned from uh, hosting the tournament.
9: Yeah, I mean, under the the hosting model that the ICC have with their full members, we get a host fee, so there's a direct financial benefit um, of hosting. Um, Clearly with free spectators and free gates, there's not really much else from a cricket West Indies perspective financially, but for the region, you know, the tournament's invested millions of US dollars across the four host countries um, into hotels, transport companies, caterers, local associations, stadiums, ground staff, the economic impact of the event, as well as putting the Caribbean back on the the map in terms of cricket fans around the world, watching, you know, um, know, good quality cricket in uh, in our in our in our country, so the the economic benefit of hosting these uh, matches is is very clear to Cricket West Indies through the host fee and, and obviously again I haven't got the viewing figures yet from Saturday, but with a uh, an India v England final, um, the viewing figures around the world would have been significant. Well,
10: what is the direct the direct uh, benefit to CWA monetarily?
9: Uh, the host fee from ICC.
10: And, and can you give us the ballpark figure for that or is that something that... Yeah, it's uh,
9: 3
10: million US dollars. $2 US,
4: okay,
6: great.
9: Uh, Philo, I don't know if you want mm,
4: uh, to... Uh, doc, before, you, before Philo comes in, um, did that see surprise you, 2 million US dollars, Doc?
10: Well, uh, it's better than nothing, but we, we have been...
4: Uh, what do you mean by I that, Doc? What do you mean by that? Come on.
10: Well, it's another 19 tournament, and I, and I suspect there's a scale for mm. for these tournaments based on the on the size of the tournament, and I guess it's maybe one of the smaller ones, mm. uh, having a, a Women's World Cup. I mean, uh, Johnny would have to tell me if if the quantum that we got for the fee
1: mm.
3: is
10: equivalent or greater or lesser than for the women's uh, version.
4: Johnny?
9: It's more. There's a million U.S. dollars for the uh, Women's World t 20 in 2018. Mm. Johnny John, are you happy with that fee though 2, two million we can't leave
4: Johnny in that uh, are you happy with that fee Johnny seems to be quite small to me
9: well I mean well, the, the, the model with the the women's events and the under 19s um, is that you get a host fee because you know there's no real um, mm. commercial upside clearly the men's events um, generate enormous host fees from the ICC and that's part of the, um, the mm. unequal playing field that I've spoken about On numerous
4: occasions,
9: uh, that that model is changing, um, which we're pleased that the ICC have listened to us and other boards who have said it's unfair. And in the new cycle, 2023 to 2031, there's a standard host fee across all events um, uh, that means, and also the way in which the events have been allocated, has been done on a much more fair and equitable basis, hence our, our winning of that 2024 T20 World Cup with the USA. But well, I guess the real question is, did we did
10: we lose money at hosting it, or did we did we
9: balance out, or did we? No, we money? we would have um, we would have had to reinvest some of that host fee in in the tournament, but yeah, no, no more than 25%. I would not. Mm.
0: Okay. I see.
9: So,
4: well, well, I think it's about time to bring Philo in the lawyer. Philo, what what are you what are you smirking at? Your your smile is as broad as. As, um, as as uh, as wrote. How are you, my friend?
5: Good evening, good evening, Angel. Good mm. evening to, to Donny Grail. Good evening to uh, Toby Radford, Doctor Ford, the co-host. All the people of the, the Republic of Barbados, the best of Santos people working hard, they moving. Mm.
4: 714 I cases just...
5: yesterday, fellow. Yeah, I know they're growing. <laughs> Omnicrom is Omnicrom is is, is is invisible, mm. but it's still visible. Yeah. Careful. Andrew, a million dollars to host the men's World Cup in the Caribbean, two million for the night in cricket. I have to smile. Cricket mm. <laughs> so, West Indies has some work to do. Mm. Uh, I'm happy that, that uh, Johnny could have you know to tell us on, on this program what were the hosting fees, and I hope that well, 2023 is not too far away. And with the men's World Cup slated to be USA and, and the Caribbean. Hopefully, they'll generate a lot more from that. And hopefully, spectators and stuff like that will be a, spectators will be allowed, and we can really get back the atmosphere of cricket in the Caribbean. Uh, but one thing I have to ask Johnny is um, the, on the nineteenth, Johnny. A lot of investment, a lot of money is being invested in West Indies on the nineteenth team. I heard Toby saying that uh, they went, England went off to Sri Lanka. We did a similar thing. We came up here to, to England. Uh, obviously, it, these young men are these young men are are, are, are still learning. Uh, their trade, what, are the, what, are, what is West Indies next step for these young men? We don't obviously finish 11,
1: mm.
5: not what we expected, but what do West, Cricket West Indies expect now of these young men? Have there been dialogue with the regional boards? I heard the lead selector, I read in, in, in some of the newspapers the lead selector thing incorporate them into the practice and get them mixing with those guys. Is that something that West Indies has endorsed and information to the territory should we can keep these young men involved in our cricket and not disillusion them because they're female level
9: absolutely i mean we're looking at um under the emerging players program that, that graham west is overseeing um with jimmy adams and the high performance team looking to create um the emerging players pool that um will not just involve these under 19s but also the players now if you think two years ago the players that that played in the last under-19s yes Jaden seals has gone on and, and some of them have had moments of cricket virtually all of their post world cup period has been um COVID. um so they've had very little cricket and opportunities so we're focused not just on this current crop of under-19s but also the previous cohort um, and putting them through a high performance program that will start um to start with in their regions um working with their franchises and then They'll come into Antigua, we hope, around June uh, for a high-performance camp um, for about six weeks. Um, then we've got, obviously, the Emerging Players Programme that's been part of the CPL for the last couple of years. And then, again, we're looking to host our Super 50 in November. And, again, they'll be the mainstay, I would have thought, of that Emerging Players team that will compete in the Super 50, albeit I'm sure we'll have one or two senior players that will join them to sort of part-mentor them on the field during that. So, um Yeah, there's a fairly um, comprehensive plan being built on and that will be implemented, um, all being well, um, kick-starting with uh, some work in the franchises, but hopefully with a high-performance camp for what we think will be a pool of around 15 to 20 of those top players that the selectors identify from the last two under-19 World Cups. For Toby, Toby obviously working with England as the
5: batting coach. What advantages do you see in going on the overseas trip to Sri Lanka coming back to the region obviously you would have had some good some very good knowledge of the surfaces that that England would have been playing on and what methods did you implement as a batting coach for your young charges and where are your young charges going now after they return to England do they go back to the country some of them have come to contact
1: Mm -hmm. yeah do
7: they go back and work yeah, the um, I mean, firstly the 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 tour, as I said, the tour to Sri Lanka for me was was massive, um, because the quality of the opposition on their own pitches, I think, was a real challenge, um, in terms of playing spin, uh, and I think you know we made mistakes, but you were able during a five-match tour between in, in a good five-match ODI series to sit down and analyse where we were going wrong so we could learn during the tour. So, um, tactically, we could then say how we wanted to play, as I said before, about playing the long game. Mm. Uh, we could look at how we would defend, so back in front of the pad. Um, if they were getting drift on the ball, how we'd alter um, position on the crease. It was, And then, obviously, sweeping and knowing when to sweep and how to sweep comfortably to manoeuvre the field. So there were lots of aspects to the tour. I think the learning then from that tour, we then came back, Uh, to England, and then obviously came out for this World Cup. But I think a lot of the learning was done in Colombo for playing spin. So when we came up against Afghanistan in the semi-final, we didn't panic with dot balls. We had a way, when the wrist spinners came on, we knew exactly where we'd stand on the crease, how we would try and play them. Let's play straight. Let's keep going up to long on, long off. Let's be there at 40. So that was very much the tactical, the mindset, and the technical way we went about it. But for me, the tour was huge for Colombo. And then bringing the learning back, that World Cup that's definitely it. in terms of where the players go now um, they go back to their counties uh, some of them are still in school obviously and will be working at school but as soon as the season starts they'll then be available for their various counties they'll go back into their academy programs mm-hmm. some of them are already on full-time playing staff so they'll be in, there, in and around the professional players um, you know, and some high-quality players with bat and ball. You know, it was quite an impressive side to work with. Uh, there was great camaraderie, really good bunch of lads. I must say, I really enjoyed it. Um, and they were all um, they all enjoyed each other's success. No cliques, just a good bunch of talented guys who, you know, were, were easy to coach because they they, mm. they want to keep pushing on, and uh, it was it was enjoyable to work with them. So it was a great winter for me, really. Mm. Um, it was. It was a,
4: Toby, just before you go, because I know uh, you said 20 minutes and you've gone just past that, we're not going to keep you too much longer. Just a couple of things. Um, I've got my pen, I've got my paper. Any cricketers that you saw in the tournament that we should keep our eyes on? Can you maybe identify a couple of cricketers that really impressed you from any of the countries?
7: Yeah, Brevis from um, South Africa, the young batter who seemed to score. Um, Brevis to from score South Africa,
4: odds. right?
7: Uh huh. Yeah, it was an excellent, excellent. Yeah, batter Sandy,
4: Sandy um, was telling me about that. Sandy Roberts about him, yes.
7: Yeah, I mean, I think from our own um, England team, Bethel, who's obviously, um, I think Barbados born. Yes, very um, much so. But he's so. now in school in the fine play. And he got a lovely ninety against South Africa. It Was really one of the innings of the sea, uh, uh, of the tournament. Really, he's a, he's at Warwickshire now. Um, James Rue got 90-odd for us in the in the final. Um, a very good player of spin, an exceptional player of spin as a young player. Um, and a lot of good wrist spinners. I saw a couple of good wrist spinners for Afghanistan. I mean, the Afghanistan bowling attack was yes, exceptional. Was pretty
4: good, really.
7: very good, yeah. Mm. You know, left arm and right arm, Chinaman bowler, and that, that was hard work playing them and trying to get a score against them. Didn't see a huge amount of pace bowlers. Um, the, the The pace bowler for India who got five at the weekend. I mean he did bowl well and actually you know, it was quite medium pace when he was full, but it something had a quick bounce he had three of our lads on the helmet, and something had a quicker ball in him, um, but he bowled particularly well and yeah i mean I thought the standard was good and and right. as Johnny said, i think it was a, I think it was a good tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the future of game is in good hands. And it's nice to see, you know, the best players play against um, their peers from around the world. So it was a, it was a well-organized, well-run and high-quality cricket. I mean, it's, y- it was a good time.
4: Y- yeah, just before you go on, uh, Dr. Ford has got a question for you.
7: Uh,
10: uh, Toby, yeah. uh, you, you really touched on the question I've had for you, which is, um, I know it's uh, pure conjecture, but you, I, I was going to ask you about Bessel and his development. And I know mm-hmm. it's hard to really determine uh, how Betford would have done if he'd stayed in our environment versus the, the English environment that he's had. But um, do, do you think he would have come as far? And, and if not, uh, what's the difference that the experience he could have got in the UK versus being back in the West Indies?
7: I, I, I think, to be honest, I, I think, um, Doctor, I think, I think it comes back to what we've talked about before, is uh, he would have had and is probably having in England access to facilities you know he's able probably to get in nets pretty much when he wants them to get on a bowling machine when he wants it that's the, always the big difference for me is the availability of high quality facilities and I, i've said it on this show many times i think you know you can you can walk into a school environment in england and see three or four bowling machines five lanes and 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 in the caribbean it's not easy to get that And I think a lot of the success in the Caribbean is done despite the facilities, not because of them. And, um, you know, the guys never grumble. They get on and do their stuff. There's still high-quality players in the Caribbean, there's no doubt. Um, But anything that can be done to improve, I think, practice facilities, because that's where the difference would be for me. And I'm really pleased to hear what Johnny's saying, that there's going to be a camp this summer where they're going to get the best young players in, these emerging players, and spend quality time with them. I think it's brilliant. And it reminds me of those days with the, you know, the or HPC. That's what we did. And I, and I think that's what is needed. You know, the talent is there. And it's really pleasing to hear Johnny talk about that. And, you know, hopefully these guys can get, you know, proper intense program. And we'll see them coming through. And we'll get a really good batch coming through for the West Indies, which is, you know, what we all want, isn't it? Yeah. I,
10: I know economics is a, is a real challenge, but, but do you think in a... In a region with so many, uh, you know, far-flung islands that we can really depend on just one, one focal point for high-performance training. Is-
7: yeah, well, well, the, 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 the territories have obviously got to do their bit. But, but I mean, certainly going back to the time when, when we had the Corps and I know it was outside money. I know it was Sajikor money. But what we did have, we had a bunch of high-quality players. We had the 14 best players in the caribbean at that time it was it was shannon gabriel it was jason holder it was darwich these were these were the best players on offer and we had them for three months they lived in a little apartment up the, um, near the university in barbados they would be in every day they had a proper intense program physically mentally technically uh, we had matches we had tours it was a really full-on program but obviously it was funded by statistical sponsorship, um, and I don't know the figures, obviously. Johnny, Johnny knows the figures inside out, but if anything can be done like that, I think that's your program mm. for um, really sort of giving an intense program to these players to help them go on to the, uh, the next stage of their development and into the first thing, um, hopefully sooner rather than later, you know.
4: Just before we go to our commercial break, and just before we let you go, we're going to certainly talk uh, regional cricket with Johnny and, of course, of uh, our good friend Philip uh, Wallace um, just to take you back a bit West Indies tremendous victory against England 3-2 um, that must have pleased you and uh, West Indies in battle against um, India they lost the first ODI let's start with the England West Indies one, um, um, T20 series where the West Indies won 3-2 a good victory for them Toby
7: yeah i look i was delighted and I was obviously watching it while i was in in, in Antigua I and mean, I was able to see some of it on the t v there and uh oh so it was a great win for the west indies brilliant good crowd in Barbados i mean it was it was it was good to see the team playing well get a win a series win um and you know get it yeah. All the, all the fans and supporters, you know, to be there to cheer it on and, and, and get the vibe going again. So I was really pleased to see that. I think that's great, and it's building on that now, isn't it? And 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 you know, hopefully getting some results in India. It's going to be tough. It's never easy going to India, um, but trying to get a couple of results out there would be really good to, to see progress with that team and um, to, to keep kicking on. But no, I was delighted as as anyone to see that last
4: mm. week. Yeah. Final question. Final question. As a bat in court, it seems as if. Um, the new lead selector is, is basically saying that if you can play cricket, you can play in, in all formats, basically. And when you look at the construct of the West Indies side, you see some players that normally may not play ODI cricket. They're in the squad, uh, and certainly for the T20. Do you agree with that policy that, you know, if you can play cricket, uh, say test cricket, you, and you can bat well, you can play in the ODIs in the T20s?
7: I think, um, yeah, I I do to some extent. I think the best players in world cricket tend to be the the best players. And, you know, whether you take a Coley or a Kane Williamson, they're equally at home with a a T20 white ball or playing a five-day test match at Lord. The best players are the best players. It's more, they, they just make subtle changes in the shorter format. They take slightly more risk. They, 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 as I said before, they may slightly manoeuvre where they stand in the crease or the way they come at the ball. But, you know, you've got to have good basics in the first place. I think if you've got that, if you've got that solid basic game, you can always add the funky stuff to it. Um, I think the danger is sometimes, certainly with 50 over cricket, it's a lot of balls. I keep saying to the lads, you know, 300 balls is a lot of balls. You must use them all up. And I think the problem is where you go too hard too early. You see sides out in 42 overs, 38 overs. You're not going to win any games leaving 100 balls in the hut. You've got to use every ball in a 50-over game. And often that mentality comes from a player who comes down from the longer format rather than a player who comes in from the T20. So my feeling with 50-over cricket is is have slightly more of the longer type batter and have a couple of your hitters at the back end of the, you know, in the Mm -hmm. middle order Mm -hmm. rather than go... Too heavily the other way because often the, the T20 players sometimes the technique doesn't hold up against the new ball in fifty-over cricket, mm. and also the mentalities are always looking to score. So you can be sixty for 64 and you're never going to get a good score doing that. So uh, I tend to pull. I, I I would prefer to pull down from the longer format uh, rather than the other than pulling up from the short format. If that makes sense.
4: All right. Thank you very much indeed, Toby. Um, have a good night and. Uh, Nice to speak to you all and good health to everyone. All right, when we come back, of course, uh, we're going to be talking to Johnny Grave. We've got the first uh, season starting tomorrow and some other matters of interest. But if you uh, look at Test cricketers and they're playing well, based on that, you never know that uh, our very good friend Craig Brassett may very well play T20 or uh, he may very well play ODI cricket. Uh, That is something that um, I don't think we'll see happen. I think that there are some flaws in that. Um, I think they're specialists, and yes, there are some players that certainly um, uh, will come through and play in all formats. But when you look at the construct of uh, the West Indies side, uh, I'm, I'm sure that um, is Brandon King equipped to play in the ODIs? That's a question that I uh, I want to ask. That um, and um, the point that was just made by Toby, you know, sometimes they may not have that patience. They may do well in the. Uh, T20s, but not do well at all in the Test cricket or the ODIs. Let's pause for, for business, cause when we come back, we're going to be continuing our discussion. <laughs> the first-class season. Johnny, it looks as if we last played back in 1920. It seems so long. No doubt Johnny Graves, CEO, looking forward to the start. We're all prepared here in Barbados. The Leewards, of course, will be playing um, against Barbados. And, of course, you've got games in Guyana as well, Jamaica, uh, playing Guyana. And it got Winwoods, you know, very much involved against the Trinidad and the Bagos side. Um, everything is in order then, Johnny, for the start tomorrow?
9: Johnny? Yeah, it certainly seems that way. Um, everyone's tested negative, which is the key hurdle you now need to get across once you finally landed in your destination. Um, so, yeah, all the teams arrived safely. They've all gone through their pre-match testing. And, um, yeah, we've got four teams in Trinidad and, and as you say, two in Barbados, uh, eagerly anticipating the return of Four day Red Bull West Indies Championship tomorrow morning, which would be great.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Um, I'm sure you heard today that uh, one or two of the Barbadians came down with COVID, so they've had to change their side. A release uh, came up from the Barbados Cricket Association sometime this afternoon. Are you aware of that, Johnny?
9: I've not seen that news yet, no.
4: No. Okay. Well, in fact, I'm sure, I'm sure you saw that, um, fellow, um, that, that uh, it actually came. I'll, I'll try and read it for you let me just go and, and, and pull it up uh, um, but uh, that must be a concern, COVID has really affected you Johnny,
9: hasn't it? Not me personally but um, yeah it's <laughs> affected uh, West Indies cricket um, I haven't joined the party yet and, and got it, I feel uh, I feel like I've missed out but I'm very glad that I haven't had it so uh, look COVID is, uh, and the pandemic is let's be honest I'm not going to sit here tonight and, and moan about the pandemic, there are Plenty more people in the Caribbean that COVID has affected far worse than me or anyone associated with cricket West Indies. So um, the pandemic has been, you know, devastating for many of the industries and many of the people of the region. So uh, we make no complaints and we're getting on with it. We're playing as much cricket as we can and we're trying to make the best of it. And we're we're desperately hopeful that the, uh, um, you know, the, the COVID days are getting behind us and that we can move forward and look ahead to a summer where we can have regional age group, age group cricket, we can get clubs and schools back out playing, and we can get back to some degree of normality.
1: Yeah,
4: in fact, the COVID has affected the Barbados squad and forced the senior selection panel to make some changes, Jonathan Drakes and Akeem Jordan replaced, um, in terms of that squad for the first match against the Lee Ward. So that was uh, uh, something that broke um, this afternoon to noon, so uh, we see that uh, it's Craig Brathwaite, Jonathan Carter, Shane Dorris, Justin Graves, Keon Harden, Shema Holder, Shem Holder, Shane Mosley, Raymond Reefer, Shamar Springer, Ramon Simmons, he comes into the side. As I said, some changes. Kevin Walker, he gets an opportunity in Jamal And So COVID has affected the Barbados team. I note with interest a release that came out. Kamari, um, Kamari Boyce and Demetrius the Richards, they are the reserve players, so in fact, we've had some challenges there with the Barbados team. But, Johnny, um, j- just, just we're going to come back, of course, to the first-class competition. We also want to make some contact uh, with the Barbados team manager as well. But um, when you do an assessment of, of England, uh, playing against the West Indies, um, the crowds were here. Um, but there were some concerns, Johnny, about um, the fact that several people were at Kensington over without masks and some and are saying ignore the protocols. Your reaction to that?
9: Yeah, look, I think there's, there's generally a problem with tourists wearing masks at all times throughout the region and throughout the world. You know, you go to where Philo is in the UK and you go to the United States as I was last week on my way back to Antigua and the mask wearing culture that we're accustomed to in the Caribbean uh, isn't as prevalent and that's just reality. Um, but everyone that came into Kensington had masks with them otherwise they wouldn't have been Granted entry at the mm-hmm. gate. Uh, everyone was wearing them around the concourses. But clearly, you know, when you're socially distanced outside in seats and you're holding a drink or you're holding some food, it's very different and difficult for uh, stewards to say, "Put your mask on." And then someone just takes a swig of their drink or, or takes a bite of their the snack they've got in their hands. So, mm-hmm. um, and when cameras are panning round, uh, it's very it's very easy to create a um, you know, different impression. Certainly, you know, I was in Antigua on the weekend and the the the, the pictures on TV looked like the party stand and and the, the stands were full, but obviously being there and and standing in the stands, there was a good social distancing and many many empty seats. Um, but it looks very good on on camera. So um, Kensington was was just under half full for all the games as per the the regulations. Everyone was fully vaccinated. Vaccinated. Everyone who came into the party stand, all the operators, all the media had to have a a daily um, a lateral flow test so they were rapid tested um there was good hand sanitizing stations throughout the um throughout Kensington and, and as I said everyone came in wearing masks um people around the concourses and in the in the restrooms were wearing masks and yes obviously there were people who out their seats when they're eating and drinking as they were for a three-hour match um not wearing their mask when they were consuming that food and drink and there's nothing we can do and in terms of risk mitigation for fully vaccinated people outside socially distancing, um, you know that's that's what um, the medical people understood was managing risk because we can't eliminate risk. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had spectators, and you could argue we wouldn't have flown England in and had any cricket at all. So, mm. all of this, the whole time, we're just trying to manage risk, and we're trying to balance um, all the different aspects that we have to consider. So, um, yeah, people will always criticise us, and. No, I understand that, and um, but I think the feedback we've received is that you know everyone inside Kensington enjoyed it, enjoyed watching good quality cricket, enjoyed the spectacle. TV viewers at home watched Barbados, and and probably if they're sat in the same country as Philo now, they probably all watched enviously, thinking of the fine weather rather than the the cold and dark and wetness of the UK, and and hopefully now logging on and booking their their holidays to come to the Caribbean. So. Um, look I think the matches went as safely and as successfully as we could have possibly hoped and I hope that bodes, bodes well not just for the test series but also uh, for us moving forward because we need to get sport back into schools, we need to get clubs back playing cricket and we we need to get um, you know the economy going and um, it's a very difficult balancing act of all the, the factors and um, you're never going to please everyone or get it right all the time
4: mm-hmm. Just before Dr. Ford uh, uh, comes in um, having seen what happened in terms of the uh, T20 series, with England coming to the Caribbean to play three Test matches, do you expect any any changes, um, any tightening of the, in terms of the protocols? I think any concerns with England coming in
9: March? No, not at this stage. I think um, obviously England are themselves going through a. You know, best i would say relaxation of their covid protocols Some might right. say they're, they're just removing them completely um from our side we're still operating um managed um environments in which the team and broadcasters um will live and, and work in um and we continue to assess it it's, it's obviously a very dynamic situation and, and we'll treat all three host countries differently based on um, what the situation is um, in terms of covid cases at the time of when the teams arrive and also um, you know, what the, you know, the status is in terms of medical facilities and and, and and other sort of factors that we have to take into consideration. But there are weekly meetings with the Ministry of Health across all three countries, and those are local, local associations, and mm-hmm. we continue to be led by, um, by the, the, the Ministries of Health. I think um, you know, that's worked for us so far. We've listened very carefully to our medical practitioners and the Ministry of Health officials, and Thus far, we've been able to play, you know, probably more cricket than anyone else in the world, um, and we've been able to keep everyone safe. So long may that continue. Doctor. Yeah. Well. Well, I uh, I'd like to say Johnny that
10: you know congratulations on on restarting the four day uh, tournament and also even having the series in Barbados with uh, Kensington with a lot of fans, even though not full and and uh you know you are right the the economic uh support is, is really big and and you know there there are a lot of good things that we can look at what transpired recently do you think you will have enough time to pivot if let's say protocols are relaxed here between now and the and the test matches i mean suppose things go well and and the Capacity of Kensington is increased. Uh, Do you think there's enough wiggle room and time to to maybe get others to consider, you know, going to the games and and with your ticketing, can the adjustment be made?
9: Yeah, certainly. I think operationally we can we can, and we will need to pivot either positively or negatively depending on what happens. And certainly we're prepared for that and have done so um, over the last few months and and during the pandemic. But, um, yeah, look with online availability and and the state of the weather in the UK, it won't won't take much to persuade people to buy a flight online. And, you know, even if they can't fly directly, um, think creatively about how they can come via Canada or the US and and come in. Obviously, the, 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 the big barrier previously in terms of travel was the uncertainty of people getting home and uh, now with no no need to have a, a negative test to enter or re-enter the UK clearly that that will be a big factor in people making the uh a last minute decision but yeah i expect that we'll we'll continue to sell tickets um right up until we we uh, the, the match days and hopefully even on the match days themselves and whether that's up to the 50% or or whether we have to reduce that further um because if the covid situation gets worse or whether we can increase it then um yeah we'll just react accordingly okay. Uh, you mentioned that there'll be four teams in
10: in Trinidad and and there'll be two teams here. we know how how did you work out logistically you know who got how many teams and and where the, the matches would be uh, and what what was the rationale there?
9: Well, just balancing all the facts is really any good medical facilities um, and testing um labs in terms of quick turnarounds. Um, the biggest one was probably logistics in terms of um, you know, really, uh, at the moment, the only real airline that we can guarantee gets people and their bags, obviously cricketers don't travel lightly, uh, is really Caribbean Airlines, so it's very much based on, on their flight schedule uh, in terms of when we're starting matches and when teams traveled. Uh, and then also, uh, this is a massive investment by Cricket West Indies. These two rounds are probably going to cost you know, almost a million US dollars. So. You know, we want to make sure that the teams are playing in the very best conditions and clearly Trinidad having hosted the under 19 cricket world cup we know that the facilities at the Brian Lara Academy and Queen's Park Oval will be world class and obviously Kensington having hosted England for five T20s we know that the pitches and square are in in good order there and the last thing we want to do is is go and invest a million dollars and finally get red Bull cricket back and and players not being playing on the best possible surfaces so um, all of those factors, cricketing, commercial, logistics, medical, are all thrown into the melting pot. And this is what we came up with as the um, as the best solution to try and get Red Bull cricket back, restarted. And then, you know, we'll pause ahead of the England tour and then restart as we build up to the Pakistan uh, the Bangladesh tour. Okay. And then a the question
10: from from one of the fans uh, asking about the relationship between Insignia Sports and Eddie Talshahr. And it's... If- um, there can be some benefit to, to players and others uh, associated with um, the two aforementioned.
9: And whether there can be any benefit, sorry, Dr. Ford? Uh, the
10: relationship between Insignia Sport and uh, any tall chart, and if our benefits are related to, to being associated with, with any of the two aforementioned.
9: He told Shard is the, the founder um, of Insignia, so it's his company. Um, they're an athlete management, represent, player representation uh, company based out of the UK. They represent a number of our players as well as players in the UK and around the world, um, current and former. So, um, yeah, as to, as to what the benefits of being with his agency, you'd have to ask him and he'd, he'd sell his agency to you if you're, if you're thinking of you need representation and you want to pay rise from Mr. Mason. Um, yeah, you'd have to speak to him. there's a belief that
10: um some of the being associated with this group uh has there's a there's a belief that individuals who are associated with this group have have been having favorable outcomes with as it relates to their participation in in matches of late and and having other opportunities.
9: I think that's a ridiculous suggestion. Okay. Well, I think also, Dr. You, you're questioning the integrity of the selection panel, many of whom you know as individuals. Yeah. So, oh, no, I, you, I just, no, no, I I'm would sorry. caution you against doing that inadvertently. Yeah, I, I, I'm just giving
10: feedback from a from a question. I'm, I, I it's I'm. So you, so
9: you, from you from believe that really, um, you believe that the Honourable Dr. Desmond Haynes, chairman of selectors, picks players. Based on who their their agent is. So, is what you're saying? I think I think Desmond Haynes has just started and maybe picked one squad, but I believe
10: the the statistics
9: are. But you you think Roger to... Harper? You think Roger Harper was picking players, and his panel were picking players based on who their agents are? No, I, I I'm not saying that. I, I'm just saying that
10: one of our listeners uh, mentioned the the group of which I've never heard before, but the. The list of names that were mentioned it was just an inquiry by the individual as to whether you know if this is the major group
9: uh, in our region representing our players I don't know if it's the major group there's a number of players who have different agents there's probably about I would say four player agents or organizations that would represent the majority of our players Um, but no I think it's a ridiculous suggestion Well, I will. I'm sure they'd be listening. and I you? That's That's you it's, do you think? Well, do you think? As I said, Johnny, Johnny,
10: I, it's it's some. It's just a
9: feeling the question. On be, sometimes we feel questions on behalf. I know, and, I, and I'm listening. asking you the question. I'm saying, do you think that the, the West Indies selection panels of of the players um, and members that you know of would would honestly be selecting players? But I I don't even know if they would know who the player agent representatives are, but if, yeah, if yeah. you if you genuinely think that dr Ford then
10: um are you're suggesting something that i'm not not thinking really if that if that uh your summary of the the question that someone gave me to ask then I, I'm just telling you that it's not it's not my opinion but I was hoping that someone in your peculiar position and and having your wealth of knowledge would be able to just um discusses and give us the facts and maybe put that person at ease but uh it's not the messenger it's just the the message and i i hope that you no, you must admit you
9: must en- you 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 agree with me that that's a ridiculous suggestion well i don't know johnny i i really you know this is it's an error that i don't know much about you that's don't know I, what you you generally to sorry your Dr. Paul, you're saying that you don't know so you are therefore saying that you believe that the roger harper chaired selection panel Made decisions on the makeup of squads and starting 11s based on who player agents are. You genuinely think
10: that, Johnny? I think your logic as to what I believe and, and your conclusion based on the question. Well, you obviously think it's, it's a not, valid it's question, otherwise through, would... it's not going through the logical steps to me. And I never heard you uh, in this type of a <laughs> of a mall. It seems the question seems to upset you. But I want to put you.
9: At I just I have a I have a, uh, an issue with people uh-huh. calling out people that I respect and their integrity. Now, whether you mean to do that, but inadvertently by even having the audacity to ask that question of me, you are calling out the integrity of people that I respect. And I think that that's uh, an unfair question to ask of me. I think it's an, an unfair inference against the integrity of our selection panels. Um, and I, I think it's a ridiculous question to ask. Well, I, I appreciate
10: your decorum, or
9: or lack of it here, but the
10: thing is... Do you think it's it's a fair question to ask? Do you think it's a fair question to ask? Well, I I think it's a question that if I were in your shoes, I would calmly have deflected and given the facts and maybe moved on without making a a storm in a teacup about (laughs) it.
9: I'm not making a storm in a teacup, I made my position very clear, Dr. (laughs)
1: Ford.
9: Well, I, I don't want your blood pressure to go up. So I, think I still love Andrew. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm Doctor Ford. I'm very calm, but I, I've never heard you are such a ill-informed. And um, uh, uh, well, it, see, well, you see, it's not a question, Johnny. That's the whole
10: point. But, but you know, we, we have, we have various avenues for questions. And even as, as a, as a contributor, all the questions, uh, mm-hmm. most of the mm-hmm. questions would, would, would mm-hmm. be my genesis. But sometimes we feel others. But but I, I, I hope so
9: don't, hide, don't, hide behind, don't hide behind your listeners, Dr. Ford. You've chosen to ask that question. Where it's come from, whether it's come from a man in a rum shop, man on the street, or a, or a listener, you've chosen to ask me that question. And I don't yeah. think it's an appropriate question for, for, for you who know it and would have interacted with members of our selection panel, either individually, privately, on this show and in other forums, for you to, to even ask such a question. And and maybe if you want a more balanced approach, ask Philo what his views are. But um, I think it's um, it's an extraordinary question to ask, and one that I think um, you know is is disingenuous and is against the integrity of those individuals to even suggest it. All right. Well, Johnny, I'll say that we always
10: appreciate having you here, uh, and the question wasn't meant to upset you as it as it probably has, and and I think um, I I would withdraw it if it were possible, but you. Repeated it so many times that I think it may be ingrained in in the in the memory of everyone who's listening. But um, I, I, you know, I, I appreciate your views and knowledge, and that's why we have you on the show. And I, I believe, uh, you know, whenever faced with with questions that may seem to be out of left field or are not really the questions that are the, the most appropriate, I think just just giving the information and and you know just stating the facts. Uh, would suffice, but, but I'd like us to go on. I, I, I wouldn't like us to continue in this vein, so so apologies.
9: Your apology is wholeheartedly accepted, Dr. Ford, and um, mm. yeah, you have my assurances for the selection panels of all the West Indies team. Um, I personally have the utmost respect for their, their men and women of great integrity, and they, they only select squads based on the best information and the best decisions they have. And it's up to all of us who all have opinions on it to disagree with them uh, and to question them, but to question the integrity of them i i I, I don't like but uh, at the same time um we'll move on as you say I'd just like to reiterate that
10: that my crazy of the question never uh said the conclusion that you came to as, as it relates to the selected of course that would be would wouldn't be something that i would I would do i mean I just thought of an advantage, and it was it was it was placed in a vague enough way that I don't think we would have gone to, to that conclusion uh, with the with the phrasing of the question. But I think we should move on.
4: Yes, we should move on. Fellow, uh, any reaction? You you've been listening. You're a lawyer. You've been making notes. Fellow,
5: Andrew, it it, 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 it is, a, it is a, a valid question that's being asked, and CEO Johnny Graves has has given his opinion on what he thought of the question. Mm. It is something I, 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 I know that we is supposed to have some meetings with cricket West Indies. Maybe this can also be raised at that meeting as well, mm. <laughs> if they, if in the hands of people, but I would think Andrew that West Indies cricket is bigger than this, mm. but if West Indies cricket has stooped to this floor, I, I see why we are not going anywhere because the people who are, who have been put in, in the position of, of being responsible for selecting our best possible squads. Mm. and then the best possible plan 11. If these are part of the tools, or if this thing is part of the tools that they're using, then I think that they should submit office yes, well, ASCP. You put
9: together good. the selection policy, you know it's not part of the policy and you know it's nonsense. I, 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 you, but Johnny, but, but Johnny, but Johnny, you
5: had your say, I'm having mine. I, I know what the policy is. You never got back to me about the final document as well, Johnny. So I, let me have my say. You had your say and I have mine. I'm a very <laughs> straightforward man. If this, if this, Allege, if this allegation is is part of, there's never proof in every in every rumor. I think the people who are responsible should be in the office. And we are making a lot of sport at West Indies cricket and hiding things and pushing things on the carpet. I and mean, they're getting worse. I and mean, we're getting louder. And these things should even be coming out of West Indies cricket. I, I don't really like to hear West Indies cricket is they're not fixing. I don't think this a like, like matters. And that is how so serious I think about West Indies cricket. So if this allegation. If there's any truth at all, the people should demit office ASAP and say goodbye. Thank you very much for your time at West Indies Cricket. Um, let's move on to the to decent people to do what is right for cricket West Indies. Every Tuesday night we come here, we start very nicely, and a question is asked, and people get on their high horses. It's a serious allegation, and I hope that it is not true. Because I believe that the people who are, who are charged with responsibility have a lot of integrity. With a capital I, mm. because one day I might be a selector. You never know. One day I might be a president of some organization. So integrity is important, but your integrity. Don't leave your integrity at the door because you reach high office. You carry your integrity to until you die. Mm. So this is a serious allegation and I don't think it should be swept on the carpet. I believe the it will be-, 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 be at the board level. And I have trust and confidence in the board. Mind you, it's too big. But I have trust and confidence in the board to, if this allegation does reach them, to deal with this. And I just want to wish West Indies cricket all the best going forward. Mm. We've just had a good T20 series. In India, we started badly, but I Mm. hope that that they will turn it around. In Mm. the Lions, then, is not going to do it any favours there. They're playing on a very big field. And our cricketers need to understand, Andrew, that if it's T20 cricket, you have to assess the ground and the situation and 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 the game plan and execute. And not every big one, We should look to hit a 6 on. I heard the question, Brandon King. Mm. I am like the lead selector. I believe that if you can play cricket and you've got the common sense and understand game situation, you can play any type of cricket. We grow as you playing to living, in, with two-hand, first-hand, all kind of things. Mm. All young cricketers need to understand that they're cricketers. There's no white ball, pink ball, or red ball. It's a cricket ball that, 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 that we play with, and it's your know, cricketer. And Brandon King, Sheho, all of them in India need to understand it's 50 overs, 300 balls. You will get some dot balls because of spinners, but you can still bat and score runs. And I want our batsmen to understand that the Cricket West is starting to four-day competition tomorrow. And they're playing two games. They should give each man four or four innings before a test squad is selected for England. And then they're breaking and giving them six innings before a test squad is picked for Bangladesh. They're getting all the opportunities. Those who caught COVID in the Barbados camp, unfortunately for them, need to be careful. But those who are given the opportunities are more to represent those six franchises. I mm. really hope they go out there and represent the franchises for pride and dignity and some proper performances.
1: Mm. Uh-huh. And I
5: want to wish them all the very best. And your jo- quest, live for cricket, Andrew. What cricket needs lifting. Mm.
4: Johnny, Johnny, are you okay?
9: Hello.
4: Oh, so are fine? How are you? Oh, okay, I'm fine. Okay. Um, in relation to a couple of other matters, to um, recently we we had a release coming from Cricket West Indies saying that uh, they were mischief makers. Um, um, we also had a situation, and in fact that release quoted the president. Uh, we also had a situation where at um, the press, uh, well, in fact the post match showed the captain of the West Indies side uh, talking about empty vessels—pretty strong language, um, which which I don't normally hear. Um, first of all, is there anything that we should um, you could say to the public that um, we shouldn't worry about because there was some allegation of victimisation, etc.? Cetera, et cetera. I know you've had meetings with Vipa. Can you can you can you tell West Indian? fans across the world that everything is fine and uh, no, no need to worry about uh, what we've been hearing.
9: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, Cricket West Indies is, is well run. We're a transparent professional organization. We have mm-hmm. enormous challenges that we're facing with COVID and with mm-hmm. uh, coming out of um, particularly that um, 2019 back end to, to 2021 where we hosted virtually no cricket um, at that worst possible time in between our broadcasting deals which as you know Mm -hmm. 80% of our revenue comes from broadcast so um, yeah look we are we're doing everything we can to get cricket restarted we've got a strategic plan that we're very focused on Um, you know I think everyone would have seen on TV I hope through the under 19 cricket world cup um, this fantastic asset that we now have at Coolidge cricket ground that can hopefully um, be part of our on and off field um, strategy moving forward in terms of um, being a commercially viable um, facility as well as a world-class um, resource for all of our teams, men and women. And mm. uh, As Toby said, we all recognise that our, particularly our practice facilities are, are well below international standards and it's something that we need to, and we are, um, trying to improve and address. So, um, yeah, I don't think anyone needs to worry about um, what, what's happening, you know, clearly, Results haven't been exactly where we wanted to be across all of our teams, but there's been improvements with our women's side. There's been improvements, obviously, with the, the great victory against England in T20s, the number one team in the world. But you know, still people would rather talk about other matters than um, than the cricket and what's happening on the field. And
4: yeah,
0: mm. that's
9: up to them.
4: Mm. Doc? Johnny Griffin a city of friends. Yes.
10: Yeah. Well, Johnny, as far as the um, the four day tournament is concerned. I I was again looking through uh, our cricket chat and and there was mention of as to whether, you know, the feasibility of having four day cricket going on Mm. during the the test match. I know it's a long a long stretch and that sort of thing. Um do you think we can have four day cricket going along parallel with test series when when possible in the region as a as a way of you know, getting replacements if someone loses form or gets injured and, and this Monday gets COVID?
9: Yeah, look, I think in an ideal world, we would have been playing, you know, 10 rounds as we had done in – or almost done in 2019, but certainly planned to do in 2019 and prior years. Um, and if that was the case, then, yeah, absolutely, we'd have the four-day running alongside. I think what we're very conscious of is that um, – you know, being in a managed environment is very difficult, and you need. And we want the players to be fresh and at their best, and we want this cricket to be the highest quality we can get. And therefore, um, particularly when players haven't, some would have not even been in a managed environment before, though most would have had some experience of it during Super 50 or um, during the CPL. Um, we think that that getting these two rounds away and then pausing, and then obviously again pulling out some players for. Um, the four-day warm-up game against England so they get some more Red Bull cricket. Then we've got the Test Series against England. Uh, Then we'll have a short uh, break where players can go back and play some local cricket. Then we'll convene the final three rounds of the West Indies Championship. We'll lead into, again, a a warm-up game against Bangladesh leading into that Test Series that actually you know, our best Red Bull players would have therefore had quite a number of games that potentially they could have played in. Across all of those, bearing in mind that many of the regional teams also played some, some two-day, three-day or four-day warm-up matches in January too. So hopefully, there's been a big focus on, on Red Bull Cricket. Albeit, you're right, only two rounds leading into the England Series, but again, we've we've made sure that there'll be some more Championship cricket played during May during the IPL uh, for our Red Bull players to prepare for the Bangladesh Series.
10: Um,
9: you know, a lot of players have.
10: I've mentioned the 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 stress of being in a bubble, uh, the psychologically, mentally, and otherwise being away from their families, and you know we we've lost out on some players in competitive cricket in that way. Um, how strong is the the psychological support uh, for players in the region, especially in the the first team who who have been playing through COVID uh, from the start? And you mentioned how much cricket we played. Uh, and knowing that some of our players have have used it as uh, a rationale for maybe taking a break, you know, is, is it a focus and a thrust for the for the organisation?
9: Yeah, it is, and um, you know, clearly that's where again we've we've um, been forced in really to giving players rest and, and time away, and and that's why we were very focused, particularly on that festive period over Christmas and New Year, for everyone to have. Uh, a good two-week break and get home and spend some time with friends and family and switch off from cricket. Um, some players have had more breaks than that. Uh, there's obviously a natural break sometimes through through injury or the change in format. But um, getting time away from these bubbles, getting time with friends and families, we've had um, a number of players travel with their uh, wife or girlfriend as well, just again to try and make the situation as manageable as it can, as well as,
4: you know,
9: different environments for the team and, and now we're moving away from bubbles to managed environments. Players can get some time in a very managed way away from the hotel and the cricket ground so we started to uh, assign them outdoor restaurants that they can go out to uh, playing golf etc just to try and get some I guess a mental break from the, um, the confines of a managed environment or by a bubble that can be um, very very challenging. So hopefully as I say we're moving out of it but um, I think unfortunately there will be some degree of restrictions in place for certainly the the foreseeable future in terms of the next few months. Uh, I know we'll be doing that for the England tour. I know IPL are talking about quarantines and um, and a managed environment during IPL. So I think it will continue for for a short while, but hopefully as we get to the summer, we we can start to relax these measures and protocols as long as the situation in each host country is improving, which we obviously all dearly hope they will be.
4: Okay. Um, j- just before you go on, Doc, uh, let's talk to the manager of the Barbados team, Wendell Coppin. Wendell, uh, good evening to you. You're on Mason guest. Uh, well, I just saw a release saying that uh, you've been affected by COVID.
6: Uh, evening, Andrew, um, and, and evening to, to, to your, your listeners uh, um, around the region and, and, and uh, wherever you are around the world. Um, yes, uh, uh we've, we've we've had rigorous testing andrew as you know uh, barbara has been fortunate in that that, that our, our ministries our ministries of sports our ministries of health have worked uh tirelessly with us over the last certainly over the last 18 months and over especially over the last year um mm-hmm. in affording us the ability to, to train we've had to train under some testing um, conditions in terms of the test we've been trained in groups of four, groups of five groups of sixes groups of 10 we we've trained at at varying venues. We've gone to the Thousand and We've we we light Kensington as much as we can. Um, but 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 obviously with the with the challenging times and the variants that have that have uh, that have rampaged the world, um, Barford has has not been spared. And 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 um, as a result, you know, we we have had a, a couple of our players who have come down with, with with COVID and who have tested positive in our last test on 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 Sunday.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this is uh, uh, not good news. us. So you've got Kamari Boyce and Demetrius and These are two pretty good players as reserves. Yeah,
6: well, the, 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 the good thing is that um, I mean, if, you, if you look at the structure of Barbados Cricket Andrew and, 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 and on what we have done, certainly on the, the new chairman, Henry, Henderson um, Bloom, that we sort of teared off our, our, mm-hmm. our players. We've got the international players prior selected players, we then have a BCA development, and then we've gone as far as this, uh, uh, what we call an outreach program, which Demetrius Richards has come from.
1: Right. Um,
6: and this outreach program is looking at players who would not have come through the system or would not have been um, in the focus in, in most recent times. Uh, so we've gone, we've gone, we've looked at including players such as Dimitri and our and stuff that, that we had, which again was truncated because of, because of an outbreak that we had back in, back in, in November um and and as a result of that what we're finding is that that, we, that the outreach program has started to unearth one or two um cases uh the cases, cases, cases of, of cricketers um or, or young talent but at the same time it's allowed us it's allowed us to broaden um the, the pool of players that that, that 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 we have at our disposal um and our players are continuing to strive and 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 look to, to, to one make a career for themselves at the regional level but also to excel, to become an international cricketer.
4: Mm-hmm. And before you go, your opponents tomorrow, the Leewards, a couple of years ago, we saw that shock, shock, shock defeat to the Leewards. You've come back strongly. You're the defending champions. Uh, what, what do you think of your opponents?
6: Well, you're going to have ups and downs. Um, but, you know, I, don't, I don't think that, that any regional team um, can, can safely say that they have never lost to, to the opponent. Um, Barbados we went we went some thirteen years before we lost the game in Guyana. Um for, for obvious reasons, sometimes for rain, bad weather, mm-hmm. uh wickets were too good for, for, for an outright victory. Um and, and these things happen, I mean, you know, there, there, mm-hmm. there's been times when uh you you can't you can't say that, that, that any one opponent is, is 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 going to be uh either weak or too strong or, or you're never gonna win or lose against so, them. Mm-hmm. what I mean ultimately what we're looking at is, is the plans that we have in place. I think that the health coaching staff under Basford project, they are on the of it, right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Um under the, the, the tutelage of Andy Springer, uh, our head of high, high, head of coaching high performance with Sullivan Ben and Dexter Topping and, and and Robin Park, they have worked over the year and as a result of the work that you you've know, seen over there, hopefully mm-hmm. what we will see over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, certainly starting tomorrow is the fruits so, of of their labour, and but ultimately, we we look at winning day one, day two, day three, day four, and then ultimately winning each of our games mm. in the regional So, so, you so, you expect the game to go? Champions. You expect
4: the game to go to day four?
11: <laughs> I thought,
4: I thought, the people, I thought the people like like, like, like Jamal Warikhan, and uh, you know, and I really want to ask yeah. you about Jamal Holder because he seemed to have gone off the radar a bit. Well, what was the situation with him, Shamar older? Uh, Shamar
8: Shum- has been training.
6: Shamar has been training as well with us. Uh, um, mm-hmm. There have, have been some, some, some legal concerns. Um, is, is he fully fit? Is he fully fit? Yes, I, from, from, from what I can, what I, what I, uh, from my uh, mm-hmm. perspective, he is, our medical people have, have said that he is fit enough to, to, to play. Uh, mm-hmm. Our selectors have believed. Mm. Uh, the reports that they have, they have had on him. So, so hopefully we will see him tomorrow and and and, and see the rest of these, mm. the the Barbados contingent uh, superseding and excelling in, in this game.
4: We have to talk to you about Shane Dorridge. I mean, he's been off for a long time. How is he? How is how is he looking, Shane Durridge.
6: Uh Dorridge is in very good very good uh, space. Uh, ultimately uh, coming back from New Zealand with an injury and so on. Um, and and, and it, it, the issues that he would have had at the time, mm.
1: uh, really,
6: he believes that he is um, in, a, in a good space mentally and physically. Uh, he has been working tirelessly mm. uh, behind the scenes. He was, He's even working with Clark at Wanderers. He's been doing uh, additional stuff to right. to, to, to what to what we have done as a team, um, and, and 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 hopefully what we will see is a, a rejuvenated Dolretch. Um, as well as a, a, a rejuvenated Barbados team going into this championship.
1: Mm.
4: And, and perhaps before Philo comes in, uh, Johnny, everything is okay now with Shane Dowridge because I know uh, his lawyer wrote to you. Everything is settled now with young Shane Dowridge.
9: Yeah, I hope so. Just uh, echo the words there that we, um, you know, we all hope he um, he goes well in the next two weeks. So he's got the match City Major the starting eleven tomorrow and and uh, the following week and. Mm. Um, yeah, we um we wish him all the very best and hope that he can um yeah, get through the matches and be successful and then um you know, continue with and get back into the um mm. the thoughts of our selection panel.
1: Mm.
4: But everything is art legally, that's what I asked.
9: Yeah, no yeah.
4: What do you mean with that, Johnny? That's a question that I it's pretty simple.
9: Yeah, there's no there's no current legal issue with
4: Shane Dowrett as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> well, well I, I know Phil Wallace is, is a lawyer. Um, Phil, uh, I know you wanted to I ask I don't I, I don't know if I would share that very clear <laughs> <laughs> where City's
5: the legal battles. Yes, yes. Uh, I just want to ask um uh, manager uh Brendan Coppin. Coppin, yes, yeah, congratulations again for being the manager. Mm. Uh, I know that has been yeah. a lot of
1: work. He, behind he, the he's team. had that and job for quite a long
5: time now. Yeah. yeah, but there's always time for change.
1: Yeah. Everything yeah. will change.
5: do <laughs> um, it's just integration back into that setup. Right. right. And the, how important is it from a Barbados point of view mm-hmm. in relation to having a former West Indies number one they keep in back, back in that team? How much responsibility has he been given in the integration into that side? Good question. And also, I want to also ask about Deion Harding, because I think he's also a forgotten man in in this cricket. He's a young man that came up here to England a couple of years. But yeah, not good. He's just gone off the scene. What about him and his development and what we expect of him if he starts tomorrow? Uh, let's,
6: and the let, let's, start, let's start Let's start. with your first question, Philo, um, in terms of integration. The Barbados Selectors and the, the, the staff, the Barbados Staff on and management have seen it um integral to uh shane dorich's development that 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 we re- reintegrated him um and 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 what we have done is we have we have managed we have managed to his, his, his separation. We have, we have we have allowed him sufficient time uh to to to, to come back into so we like i said we have he has been training with the by side he's been training wanders with, with with Ricky Clark um, from one below who you would know very well uh, from mm-hmm. Fred Ramsey cricket and and so into the world and that that type of thing uh, Ricky Ricky is an ardent sports uh, one of the level three coaches on the island um, and and what what the work that that, that Shane has been doing um, on and off the field has been has been tremendous. He is, and as I said, um, he is in a very good place at this moment. Um, and and the expectations uh, short term is, is for him to get through each and every and every mm-hmm. game um, with with the aim to, to um, certainly because um, he doesn't he doesn't um, he, he doesn't have any control over selection. What mm-hmm. he has is control over putting, the selectors under pressure with rate of runs and performance yep, and that is what and that is what that we that mm-hmm. we expect from him mm-hmm. and that is what the aim is with regards to, to, to shane delwich uh to, to answer your second question uh keon harding um there was there was a few injury concerns uh and there was a there was a bout of covid uh, back in back in, in in november uh so he because he was out in st kitts so he where he was training with the leeward islands um, and from our repair coaching staff, on um, mm. Stewart Stewart Williams, you know he was uh, e- extremely well received, um, and, and his work ethic was tremendous. Mm. His work ethic was tremendous, um, and as a result of that, uh, what we what what he what he brought to the team, what he brought to the mm. Mm. Was, was 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 a different uh, perspective. Ultimately, from from our perspective, in terms of what mm. what the expect of somebody this is. It's the same that we expect from all of our young cricketers, our young fast bowlers. Um, again, good preparation, which they have had over the last three months in, in particular, um, which was intensified over uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, and then going into each game, uh, mm-hmm. what we do expect is that for, for them mm-hmm. to, to set each individual target um, with an aim for uh, the big picture, which mm-hmm. is for Barbados to win the uh, um, um
4: Just before you go, uh who's your vice captain the
6: vice captain shane dowry
4: oh okay well okay i was just i was just Vendor, looking at, I, no, I, I was just I the release
6: you, here i i asked you what responsibilities were given to
4: him Vendor. yes
5: vice captain is one of the responsibilities
4: <laughs> okay because in the release there i see craig graphic captain but I, I didn't see shane dowry so so shane Dawes is, is is the vice captain Oh, fine. I want to thank you very Good much indeed. Move. Time is tight. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening and stay calm. Okay. 441790. We've got another, what, half an hour left on the show. It's your time to call. We want to talk, of course, now in terms of uh, the, the, the match that was played, the West Indies lost to India. Looking forward to tomorrow. We're going to spend the next half an hour with that. We're going to invite your calls 441790, and uh, tell us what you, what you thought about the match and if there should be any changes to the to the team before we go to the commercial break. I believe that uh, young S- S- Odeen Smith should come into the side. I want to see uh, Joseph possibly take the new ball. we have going to look to get wickets early because if you look at the match, Joseph bowled well. He was aggressive, but the other end didn't have the kind of support. And I think that if young Smith is in the side, he should play. And we should have two fastballers run at the Indians. And this is something that I really would want to see him coming into the side. The question I have, why is Darren Bravo still playing? Can someone explain to me how Darren Bravo continues to make the West Indies side? It doesn't make sense, given the fact that he's not doing well at all. I think it offsets the balance of the team. The other thing, too, is that if you bring Smith into the side, you have, of course, the pace. He's going 90 miles an hour, and he can also give you some runs at the back end. So I want to see a change. So as I said, we got half an hour left on the show. Can we take a call? Why not? Why not? Take okay. two. Take two. Take, take, two. take two. Take two. All right. Hello. Hi. Welcome, Mason and guests. Good night. Good, yeah, good night. It's your time.
12: Uh, good evening, Mr. Uh, Mason.
4: Good evening to you.
12: Yeah.
4: yeah, good evening. You're on live yeah. talking to Johnny
12: awesome. yeah. and I want to before you make a comment, my con- I want to make a comment about the, um, the earlier question that y'all put to Mr. Gray. Yes. And y'all went on all the uh, I wasn't in this program no sense. It was back in Besson Mason. Yes. And I was, it looked to me over the last few months, Mr. Mason, that the attempt of this program was to try to embarrass people on the board or people connected connect with the cricket. That's what's coming true to me.
1: Mm. And, and
12: I've successful
4: and that, and, and that, that is and based on, on and, and, and that is based on what?
12: On the questions are asked and then when somebody responds, you keep on you all keep on. Well call call give me
4: give me some specifics.
12: Give me some sense. Of it. For example, yes. the question this afternoon. Yes, Mr. Gray responded. Yes, he gave his view on it. Yeah. And, and you kept, you kept, you then you went on saying, Mr. Gray, but you recovered it as though like the question was the one that would throw you off and would destroy you. Mm. There was no need to, to do that. And you so, so, are, so, so, I, so are
4: you suggesting that, that we were unfair with the question?
12: Yeah, you were on your question, was right? Mm. But Western cricket is not about pulling young people, it's about Western cricket. Mm. Then you, you bought on the fellow. Okay, from okay, caller, call I, I want to
4: ask you a question.
12: Now, now, wait a minute, you, you brought on the guy from the Association. Yes. He was frank in his assessment. Then yes. he got fired off the board. Is that what you want to do? Bring people on to be frank in the assessment? and then they get far off the board are the greatest patterns are they on? Is that the purpose of this program?
4: No, that's not the purpose of this yeah, program but, at all. But, but,
12: but, I can... No, I, but you are... The all but, is but, 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 always going to go down the road to embarrass somebody else. That's but, not the purpose of this program. Bacala,
4: but, but Carla, you, you, you can't back up that. You
12: can't. I Mecca. I, I give one example just now. But, but, My father but, came <laughs> two months ago and gave his opinion. When the board met, the
3: firm... for.
4: I see we've lost that call, Andrew. We, we've lost the call. And we'll
3: try another one. Okay, fine. Hello, welcome. I, I hope
4: that this one would be different. <laughs> <laughs> hello, welcome, Mason and Guess. Well, yes? Yes, the, 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 this is your time to shine. Hello? Yeah, hello, you're on Mason and Guest. Is this Mason? It is Mason, and I've got Dr. Andrew Ford, my co-host, fellow Wallace, who's been punching, and, of course, Johnny Graves, okay. who is always welcome on our show.
0: Okay, Mr. Mason, I'm on a spell and I'll be very brief. Sure. Um, I know all who you have and all who you have had. Mm. My point to you is another negative from your perspective. Yes. From test cricket, 50 over, marble cricket. Yes. All kinds of cricket. But you all never discussed anything. The women's West Indian cricket team have improved tremendously under Courtney Wash. Yes.
1: They're
0: that first match if it wasn't
1: washed
0: out yes That on won the match with the with the, with the um, super over unfortunately we were about we two of our top players in the last game yes but you all don't talk about the women you do not give the women any credit for anything at
4: all but call her call which program do you listen to well one of those two programs ago we um we we, we asked haley matthews on the show did you listen to that for her? And let me also say to you, Carla, last um, week, hold on, we were supposed to have Courtney watch hold on, Carla, we were supposed to have Courtney watch live from South Africa, and it didn't materialize. But, but,
0: but Bob's saying it, but you don't discuss the
4: women cricket. You had Haley Matthews on yes. And, and she's been on several times, and Anne and Brown, the, the, the chairman of selectors, has been on um, on several occasions as well. Caller? Is he he still with us? Caller? Have you gone up to St. Philip in Bayfield? He seems to have gone. He's gone? Okay, let's let's take another call. 441790. Hello, welcome.
11: Good night. First, I want to say when these people come on talking nonsense, cut them off. Because they don't know anything. Now, my question to you. uh, When the West Indies take a head coach mm. who picked the staff does the head coach pick the staff or the board pick
4: the staff that, that's a question for johnny but i believe that the head coach will pick his people johnny can we can, can you confirm this so so simmons will pick his staff wouldn't he johnny
9: yeah that, that's the uh, the current situation is the head coach in consultation i must say with um the director of cricket okay. particularly when it comes to um mm. the medical practitioners in the side um physio and strength and conditioning coach, then sports science and medicine team will, will obviously consult. But in, in the main, it's, yeah, the, the head coach, the head coach, Simmons, Walsh, or, or more recently, Reefer will um, will have a major, major say and, and normally put forward recommendations of their support staff to the DOC. Mm. Yes, Paula?
11: Okay, the reason they have that, because, now, they certainly Simmons the coach, we have the best possible one, the best possible in the world as the head coach. As the bowling coach you'll run away and bring a man that never bowled a single ball <laughs> in test cricket that Who, don't make sense to me who's that uh, huh who's that you'll run away Ambrose and bring a slick never play a test cricket as far as you even never even get picked mm. next thing and he cannot then you pick him mm. do you any i do like anybody for the board answer right good night to wallace and doc give my two favorite minute later right so,
4: so, so but 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 because I thought that I thought that I was your favorite.
11: Let me let me speak first. I don't fight this. We don't we don't. Yes. No. We we pay him. Semb- I'm just saying. No. Instead, send him to pay. Send him to never pay. Nobody. Right. That is better than him. Because mm. we want that finish pushing the ball forward. Right. We got to forget things. Right. We got to forget all this nonsense. Mm. And pick the best available people that mm. can be paid. Everybody can see the players from the time they walk to the place. Mm. They, can see the, they can see the problems they got. They've right. got a head coach and a battery coach. Right. I don't know if you ever saw it. I saw a, the West Indies basketball coach. Mm. With, he was uh, the, the guy from Trinidad, the wicket keeper. Mm. He's pitching into players playing a, a president ball straight from the back. Right. That is right. then again, the test market, they're, they're like official. All right. All, H- all right, H- caller. H-
4: oh, you, you sell them off. But by the way, where are you calling from? Are you, are you in Barbados? Canada. Oh, yeah. I know Canada. you're in Canada. I know I know your favorite um, caller. I hope you're not in Ottawa because you've got some trouble there with the truckers. No,
11: no, no. no. Toronto, Toronto. Oh, you're a
4: Toronto man. So you're far oh, away.
11: No, no,
4: okay. no, that's a serious bacchanal there, huh? All right. Thanks for your contribution. Oh, okay. uh, continue to listen to Mason and Guest. 441 4, uh, uh, We are certainly very happy to be part of the program. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take a commercial break. We're going to continue to take your calls. Please call us at 441-790. <laughs>
13: It is is the game, but I don't know how he could play cricket, so But his batting, bowling, feeling, catching is breathtaking Sometimes I just wonder if these a next lovers in the making That man Richard could really bat It's something to see him And the attack, the clundering again. Let's to the program, hello,
1: welcome
11: Yeah, good night, right. Hey, how is the point? Boy, it's all right, but I'm tired of, um, Dr. Ford giving me 10 or no 10, so I can't, I don't deport, you know. I say if you're a batsman, you're a batsman rather than ball, red, white, blue, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, 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 should, so, so, should Craig Braffitt play T20? I ain't talking Craig, once
4: you're a batsman,
11: should, should,
4: should Craig Braffitt play all the eyes?
11: Craig Braffitt could play 50, 50, 50, not 30, 30. Yeah.
4: So they, yeah, I agree with that. They,
11: uh, they, I, they, I they, agree they with you.
4: Uh, Caller, call call I agree with you. Like to me, say know
11: you're a boxer. You're a boxer. Mm.
4: Well, no, but, you're but, but they're any. specialists, though, um, Caller. They're, they're specialists. They're specialists as well. Yeah,
11: but I'm telling you, before four gave me 10 over the day, so I got only poetry for now. Okay,
4: fair enough. <laughs> I, I I never knew that he gave me 10 out the 10. I always thought it was the wrong two or three. All right. Thanks for your contribution. Can we take another call? Hello. Hello. Welcome, Mason and guests.
8: Hello, Andrew. Can I? Get, are
4: you ready for me now? I am always ready for you, caller. Yeah, Andrew. Yes.
8: The West cricket at this present time is not going anywhere.
4: You picking you picking
8: players that don't have a choice
4: in the game. Yeah, caller. 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 Just turn the radio down. I've just been told by my technical director to ask you to turn the radio down. I know you're listening to, yeah, to Voice of Barbados.
8: Yeah, you're taking players that, that are not ready, When no. you tell me when you go on Bravo. Case there's a problem. Mm. Don't touch Bravo. Case call a lot of people in on you. I mm. do you as a matter. I appreciate it. Even when you had to take, even when you had to make yeah, your point, depart, the point easy part, the take the fact to get you out.
4: Yeah, yes, it's I it. remember. I remember that very well. In fact, uh, yes, I, in fact, I had to talk to Ralph Thorn QC <laughs> to,
8: um, to, to
4: represent me. Yes. I do, you back, Lord. all you can be what
8: you, mean? you know, you put me in a mind a good friend of mine, the Yeah, you know, when they ask me, I they want four winners.
4: He tell me, I knew four winners. No, getting the winners. They gave the me for the Sandy. Oh, oh really? And the, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the horse races, oh, Linden is a... Oh, yeah. come on, Linden. Linden,
8: give, give me your winners for the Sandy. He's, all, the he's also a good
4: commentator. Time. In fact, he's going to be involved because, let me tell you that we're going to be doing commentaries tomorrow, ball by ball. We want to thank Johnny Grave. Johnny, we're all set up here in Barbados. We're going to put a big team out there tomorrow, headed by Roland Butcher. Of course, he's the vice captain, because Roland would never be the captain when I'm hit. on there. I'm sure, Roland, you know that. And, of course, <laughs> Keith Holder is going to be part of it. Jamal um, Smith, um, um, you know, we're going to have a big yeah, team. Yeah. yeah, Andrew. Yes.
8: Um, the Barbados, who is who, he, the Barbados? Samuel Bremer. Um, Johnny Carter again? Yeah, Johnny
4: Carter is there, yes.
8: Although he's in November Of his Andrew, career Andrew, how long Carter got to go Carter
4: don't
8: have, no, and don't have and
4: he's still not good. no He's still good though He's still good um, I think Carter could have played a bit more For the West Indies, particularly in ODI cricket um, Andrew, and I, 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 I think that When you look at Jonathan, he's never really been given uh, A fair run, in my view um, You know, you've got. You know, he's got Graves, he got Harden Holder, he's two holders, Shem is yeah. in Shane Mosey. This should be a big time for him. Raymond Reefers in the side. Shamar yeah. Springer. Uh, Ramon mm-hmm. Simmons is in such a cricketer, Tevin Walker and, of course, Jamal Washington.
8: Yeah, he would make a fight last year with the Yankee, captain Johnson. Yeah. Johnson is so good a captain. He can't make the U.S. team. That show you that a lot. The U.S. Indies team is so poor, and he can't make it. Never know the
4: captain or the captain. well Well, he's, 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 he's tactically a good captain, tactically a very good captain. Yeah. Mm. All right. Thanks for your contribution. All right. Uh, thank you very much. All right. Let's take another call, can we? Ken Husbands preparing for his big show tonight. What time is your show starting, Ken? My show starts at nine. I thought your show starts at six uh, fifteen. Sometimes it varies. <laughs> it I, I am not as pedantic as you are. <laughs> I like that. Let's take another call. Hello, welcome, missing and guests. Hello, welcome, missing and guests. Where's that call? Is he in St. Lucy, brother? This is the only female parish. Hello. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, talk to us. Don't listen to your radio. Hello. Um,
14: good night, Andrew. Good night to you, sir. Good night, Andrew. Good night to all your panel. Good night to you. And I'm a serious person. I'm really hurting to see all this cricket is going down, right? Mm. You have a bright young man, like Philo Wallace. I think fellow Wallace at this stage of West Indies cricket should really throw his hat in, in the bundle. He he's he's a man that really loves Indies cricket
4: You mean to be president you mean to be president Wallace of cricket West Indies? you mean to be president of cricket West in
14: leader. No matter who criticizes him, mm. he knows his game very well. Right. And he gets a lot of respect from all the greats. He mm. gets respect for Ambrose, Sir Andy Robert, right. Tony Gray. Not a great but a decent cricketer and I really think Salo should really consider this.
12: Mm. I see
14: Grant Smith captain South Africa at 21 years old, mm. and it was a big, like, a whole of mystery to the whole world. People were like, couldn't believe it. Right. But at the end of the day, South Africa gave him an opportunity. Mm. I want Wallace to serious, give himself an opportunity, and self in the heart. man. Wallace okay. is a brilliant, brilliant, mm. right. he have a brilliant, hey, he have a mm. serious love for wrestling these cricket. We need right. somebody... You
11: know,
14: with that kind of Well, passion. he's here. He's he's here. here. He's F- F- he's Philo, he's
4: do you right have... We have a okay, okay, Gerrit. caller. Just hold on. What is, hold on, caller. Caller. Caller, caller. right now to hear of Gerrit, to have a say about that. Yeah, caller. Um Just let Philo respond. Philo, are you interested in the job as CDWA president? Andrew,
5: I've done a lot of stuff for Cricket West Indies in the last three or four years, and I'm grateful for... Mm. For cricket West Indies, so recognizing mm. me for so having the the intellect yeah. to do it. Right. Um Only today, I got a message on my phone if I would be interested in running uh, for office at the B.C. or even the cricket West Indies.
4: At the B.C. Right like,
5: Andrew, I, I can't are you going to run for the, the vice
4: presidency. presidency position? Run
5: against Calvin Hope. It doesn't matter who I run against, Andrew. Once I put my mind but to but it, I think that, I explain
4: that, So, where you're going to run in the, for the B.C. Some... I, I
5: can't, I can't, I can't make that decision now, okay. Andrew, All right. because of my situation in England. It, it, it can't just happen like when that. When you, when are you likely to come back, fellow? <laughs> I'm due back in the next two months. Or oh, two I months? Have to leave again. I have to leave again. Oh, Andrew. I see. I, I just can't yeah, just abandon what I'm doing here in England.
14: Mm.
1: But
5: I take that cricket West Indies. I think mm. cricket in the Caribbean is shaking. There's a good friend of mine in Trinidad near Dahia. Uh, I think that he Mohammed Mohammed Ali, Ali right. is on the fifteen cricketer.
1: Mm.
5: He's the attorney Law he's also a, a, a police
1: mm-hmm. as
5: well as a trainer. I think that we need a young man that we need to look at to run our cricket. Right, right Andrew so I get honesty and hard decisions to make our cricket better. You see how and you see Andrew see Andrew came back into English cricket? Yes. And then make no matters. So with you go on Graham talk, you gone, going Ashidal as well, the for him. Because people have to make decisions right. that would benefit sports. Mm. And if we continue as West Indians to allow things to just dribble away, our whole game is going to dribble away. So we need to find people with the confidence and the intention to make West Indies cricket stronger by having by making serious cricket decisions.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: I think too many people stick on the thing let cricket. Right. I got a few friends and God is my main friend. Right. So I would like cricket lessons and the BCA mm-hmm. to make some decisions about cricket or all the territorial boards. Mm. I and mean, then I do half the time I do and I return to the Caribbean. Mm. Yeah, I put my hat in the ring, in the ring to be uh, an executive in PC or Cricket West Indies and try to make a difference.
1: Well, right. we even
5: try. We'll make a difference.
4: Okay, we got another what? Ten minutes left on the show. Johnny, I, I'm so happy that you, 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 you're, you're with us. Um, but just to go back to this release from Weeper, Johnny, it says complaints of unfair treatment. No, um I, I know but interestingly, when i asked earlier you didn't really answer the question uh, are you talking to weeper about complaints of unfair treatment johnny grace johnny
9: yeah we had a meeting um uh this time last week i think it was with weeper
4: mm.
9: um on a number of uh, issues that they raised um and uh yeah we're uh, we're in dialogue with them um as we always are on whatever issues they mm. they care to put in front of us. So mm.
4: yeah. So 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 you can confirm that you are talking to Weeper about uh, complaints of unfair treatment.
9: They've written to us about, and I think their release even said it, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Good. But yeah.
4: Right. So so therefore this thing about mischief makers, Johnny, because I I thought that the release was a little surprising coming from Cricket West Indies, and all the talk about uh, empty vessels. Um, I've been in this business for quite a long time, Johnny, have never had to pull back a story. I thought it was a little unfortunate. You know, I really thought. So, you, so you're saying that Reaper is talking to you. I wish you well with your discussion with Reaper. We all love Indies cricket, but, you know, if there are things to be discussed, um, then I'm quite prepared to discuss them. So I'm glad that you, 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 you made that comment, and let's hope that when you, you talk to Reaper, that we can all come up with a release saying that everything is good and West Indies cricket will always be number one. Can we take any further calls before we say good evening? Uh, not at the moment. Please. Okay, good. Right, fine. Um, and we're going to talk, of course, uh, to uh, Dr. Ford again. Dr. Ford, good evening to you, sir, um, for the last time. Any final comments before we close the program? Doc? Well, well
10: certainly, Andrew, as you said, we're – we're all cricket, cricket fans, uh, and you know I, I love lots of sport, uh, especially the NFL. But um, the the purpose of the show is is just for an analysis and mm. and to, to make the general public more aware of what's happening in Western youth cricket. Of course, as it is with any organisation and anyone who's in administration, there will be criticism. Uh, I believe that it's important to educate. Mm-hmm. and to, to give good information but not uh, be, you know, feel threatened or attacked by, by any question. I mean, as an administrator, I never felt that way because I, I was aware that I knew more than anyone else uh, that asked me anything would know, and, and it was just for me to, to educate them and to, and to educate them. So I, I believe as a show, uh, that's, that's our duty, mm-hmm. and I, I do take the point of the of the caller that we could talk more about women's cricket and we do talk about it we've improved but you know the thing about the show is we always want to get better right uh, and you know all the old ladies and all the other people on the street that taught me about the show and care about cricket uh it, it's the west indian thing and we all have a a part to play and an interest
4: no gentlemen in the remaining couple of minutes let's go to philo wallace philo the west indies up against india tomorrow four o'clock eastern caribbean time of course, in the morning, 3 o'clock in Jamaica. Would you make any changes to that side, fellow Wallace? Andrew, I'm like you. <laughs> I share
5: the same feelings about Western cricket and the squad in India. Uh, I am very disappointed in Dan Bravo's back in that. I don't mm-hmm. know how it's gotten so bad. Uh, I don't know if Monty Desai could turn it around. I would like to see Odin Smith. I think he's an impact player. And as you rightly said, uh, Azari Joseph would have, you know, in that first ODI would have wanted help. Yes. yes, Roach is there as the experience. He looks a little rusty, mm. but I, I'm not. You know, I, I, I just think that our, our, our cricketers need to understand the importance of our bats. Our mm. batters. England's going to be tough, but we, we still have the opportunity. I, I hope that they can. Make, I hope they can make changes. Maybe an Allen player. He only bowled one or two overs. Mm. or captain don't bowl in fifty over cricket, so I will hope that, that, that Smith can play and add some firepower to that to that mm. that, that, that mm. bowling attack. Mm. And just j- make sure that we slot our batsmen into to the appropriate areas. I'm not so certain about Bravo at all, at all, at all. Andrew. I'm very disappointed to the way how his cricket has gone.
1: Mm.
7: Uh, you know,
5: I, I hope that they can find the right, right combination tomorrow to really put up a good showing and even look to beat India. It's going to be difficult, but they need to put up a better showing and, and look to play a better cricket.
4: So, so the only change you will make to, tomorrow, fellow, is that you will bring Smith in and you will drop Bravo. I would like, I
5: would, I would, I would, I would take out Sidon Allen. Okay. Know, all this stuff, Smith. I oh, would leave okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I believe Bravo because sometimes, Andrew, you give a man enough rope to hang himself.
1: Mm.
5: And if Bravo don't wake up,
1: mm. at this
5: mm. juncture in his career. But, he was just but, 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 Philadelphia that's, that's, that's a
4: lot, a lot of rope, though. But sometimes you need to give him a lot of room so stuff because you so, but, but, in but, but how do
14: you, you respond, respond to, chances, to
4: the argument then that Fabian Allen was pretty useful in making a, an important 29 at the back end yeah. with a hole? Yeah, but you
5: can say Odin Smith can do the same. If you take up Bravo, I, I, the batting is so brittle, Andrew. But,
4: but, okay. It
7: okay,
5: start. okay. So, I just one, I okay. so I believe, so, I believe, I believe Bravo. Bravo at three. Right. I just that Odin Smith it's an impact player. Right. I think that you can add value. Right. You need to get the kids too, Andrew. Okay. And
4: I agree with you. I, I, I certainly agree with you. I certainly agree with you on that. Um, you, you bring the Rungle in, um, in, Odeen Smith. I, 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 I would evoke bravo and bring him in. But I understand the point you're making. A very, very interesting point. Final question goes to Johnny Grave. Johnny, England versus the West Indies. Of course, the T25 um, T20s were played in Barbados. Of course, Barbados is always the place to the, the English want to come. Um, in terms of your coffers, uh, did it improve the coffers of West Indies cricket, Johnny? It
9: improves the coffers of West Indies cricket and the region. And it's a massive tour. It's the biggest sporting event in the Caribbean, and mm. there will be thousands of fans flocking not just to Barbados, Andrew, but also to Antigua and Grenada. Right. And um, yeah, we're gonna. Be looking forward to, um, you know, more exciting cricket and and hopefully a a safe and competitive uh, series. Mm. Um, And uh, just so I don't want you getting any more critical calls next week and you having to hang up (laughs) inadvertently or they suddenly lose reception. Um, But, um, yeah, the women's team also (laughs) have now left South Africa. And the women's team are now entering their quarantine period Mm. ahead of the uh, Women's World Cup. Uh, as your caller rightly said, there's been a couple of uh, injuries to the team. Right. Um, but hopefully, um, they've got 10 days in quarantine. They've then got five additional days that they wouldn't normally have in an ICC event to prepare and rehab. And, and hopefully, they can enter that World Cup with some confidence. Having, uh, as your caller rightly says, under head coach Courtney Walsh, have some encouraging performances against Pakistan and more recently South Africa home and away. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's going to be a tough a tough tour playing in New Zealand conditions. The ball's going to move around, uh, but it'll be a great experience for the girls and and for some of those young players in particular to play in a a 50-over World Cup. And, yeah, we wish them all the very best. And Mm. um, as I do, all six regional teams tomorrow. um, Mm. Mm. And and I, I very much hope that we will be Hearing your dulcet tones live from yes, Kennedy from Barbados, table. yes, a big team. I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't want to to send you a legal letter, Andrew, for being breaching of your contract with us to deliver those <laughs> contractual <or> services. <laughs> um, I, like I, uh, I wish you all the best, and hope you enjoy. Some good well, well,
4: well, 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 you can be assured that um, there will be commentaries tomorrow. Um, myself, of course, and the team: Keith Holder, Rex, Spiritual Roland Butcher is going to be there. Jamal Smith, Barry Wilkinson is. in in that team as well, and uh, Lyndon Yard and Philip Hackett. We've got a big team. Um, The local station is going to be carrying it. I can also assure you as well, John, you know how I feel about radio, that uh, stations across the region are going to be carrying the broadcast as well. I want to thank the Barbados Cricket Association. I know that Stephen Leslie has been working around the clock to ensure that um, this station here as well we bring bringing reports. So it's not often that you get regional cricket being carried live Um, you know, across uh, stations from Jamaica right through uh, to to Barbados. But that is going to be happening tomorrow. I know there are two stations in Antigua that will be carrying the cricket, ABS and Point FM. We want to thank them. And we also want to thank the stations across the Caribbean for carrying the cricket. Johnny, enjoy the rest of your evening. And when you come to Barbados again, I'll have a drink with you. And, of course, I'll be inviting your good friend, Dr. Ford.
9: Excellent. Well, I, I hope you'll be buying, and I'll be uh, I'll be drinking some very expensive uh, fine rum. <laughs> right. I made a, a very oh, right. generous offer. Right. I'll make sure very, very it,
4: it, 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 in fact, what we'll be doing, we'll be giving ACFC White Rum the best shot of the day. <laughs> Those are the ones that have sponsored us, and they've done a good job. And I think with that we kind of promotion,
9: always, <laughs> yes, Johnny, we must always support our sponsors of cricket. I I, I concur one hundred percent.
4: Right. Thank you, Johnny. Enjoy and the rest saw of the day evening. The
9: logo on the
10: shirts of the players um, last match, too, which is good. We, we should have asked Johnny about that, but maybe the
9: next... Um,
4: Johnny, the Johnny, next. That, that's something positive at uh, the end there. Yeah, the that, logo. Would,
9: that would be something positive, um, but you've know you you've not left me much time to, to talk about it. No, next, but we can um, give, no, we
4: can give you another two minutes. I'm sure that um, uh, my good friend there would, would give you two minutes. Please talk about it, Johnny.
9: Yeah, as, normal, as I said, since, um, the relationship with Sandals ended. We're looking for the right long-term partner. And um, mm-hmm. you know, we've done two short-term deals now with Apex Group, one for the World Cup and more recently for the Test Series um, against England. And, yeah, we've done a, a new arrangement with Royal um, Stag out of India for this India tour. And we continue to have positive discussions with a number of brands around the long-term partnership. And, yeah, hopefully, all being well, we'll be able to... Uh, to make an announcement about a long-term principal partner for the West Indies teams, but it's, um, it's welcome news. And, um, we continue to be active in the market mm. uh, attracting new sponsors to the West Indies teams.
4: Thank you, Johnny. And I want to say to you that, um, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. You know, that some people run away in, in holes uh, You, you take your lashes. Um, and I always like uh, when you come on the show, I know that, uh, Always good to hear yourself and Dr. Ford and of course Phil o. Wallace chomping in like Muhammad Ali occasionally and, and it's really good to have you on Mason and Guest. Johnny? Pleasure coming
9: Andrew, as it always yeah. is. All right. Absolutely pleasure.
4: Thank you very much indeed. Thanks you, Dr. Ford. You'll be naughty tonight, Dr. Ford. Thank you, of course, fellow Wallace as well. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Don't forget tomorrow, the first class season starts. Of course, there are matches in Trinidad and Tobago. Right here in Barbados, the Barbados team up against the Leewards. Live ball by ball commentaries. VOB, we bring reports at twelve forty-five and six fifteen. I've been asked to do those reports. So cricket, cricket, and lovely cricket.
1: I'm Andrew Mason.
4: Here's open for the
13: Vivi is the name, cricket is the game But I don't know how he could play cricket so But his batting, bowling, feeling, catching is breathtaking Sometimes I just wonder if these a neck as in the making That man Richard could really bat It's something to see him And the attack, the plundering bowler, Again and again, it's remarkable how he does dictate the game Terra, Obini and Richard, not some at Lily, not the dinash Shanda, that Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dynamite. Based him, the ain't give up France where you're bowling him. Fast as slowly, you are going back to the boundary. When the bowling tight if you see the man he has a defense no bowler can penetrate yet still he can score his runs as freely as he will he could beat the tightest steel with sheer technical skill when that man drives you he scorched the deal and leave the mid on standing still his breath left leg cut, right up the stump so many times that left come and take down Oh, holds a terror for baby and Richard. Not Tom's, not Lily, not Baby, not Shandatica. Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dying. Oh, my. They or him you don't give a front for you bowling him. Faster, uh, slowly, you're going back to the boundary tree. England here they come This hunk of a man This classical player and his fellow Antiguan And the Robert Redkin back Once again in your country Vivian Richard Redkin bowlers Boundary after boundary Watch this scoreboard board on When Vivian batting The machine must run And people applauding For runs like rain And another splendid Richards century again no bola hold the camera, Bobby and Richard, not come to lily, that day in a thunderstorm. Perfect coordination of body and mind, That brother paradise really dying all night. Says that feel, we don't give our friends for your born in him, fast as slowly. you are going back to the boundary and the
1: Good night all.